0: I think he was like fooling around on his own it has nothing to do with us
1: no it was all about us it always is three, it always two, is
0: about you guys
1: three one. two one Toy <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> by the way i'm so you have no idea how happy i am to talk to you guys
1: all the dogs in the neighborhood are like well, what this it's, was a week dude oh, i'm telling you
2: we've were well. been, I'm, we've been we haven't really even all been on the forum, no. kind of missing each other on Twitter and shit. It's yeah. just yeah, it's been a dry fucking yeah. week. It really yeah, has it's been.
0: It's true. We need this. We're having a better week than Tony Moore. but that's about you, it. You,
1: oh man, the, you mad? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sick, dude. Oh. You it's like, dude, you can't fair. get the virginity back. Three, two, one. He's created one.
0: everything, dude. He's yeah. creator. <laughs> Yeah, it's like freaking Stan. Stan's like, "Wait a
1: minute. Walking Dead so, is mine."
0: So Kirkman and Kirkman is Kirby and the- the you know,
1: movie. you know there Stan may have I mean in 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 Weirdo wacky Stan Leeville, he may have some kind of basis for saying the zombie thing was his idea because I mean, I know there were zombies before, but what about that Bill Everett Stan Lee story that led into the Simon Garth tomb of or uh, oh yeah, yeah, t- yeah. Tales of the Zombie. Remember way yeah. back he, that mm-hmm. Stan wrote that.
2: Dude,
0: speaking of how you can't go back back again, did you did you read Infernal Man Thing number one?
1: I don't want to talk about it. Come I on, knew three, it. Three, yeah, like, two. I'm not talking about it. three, yeah. two, one. <laughs> E! <laughs> one. Eleven o'clock comics episode two hundred and twenty five. <laughs> In okay. the house. That's like
0: a country version of the DAP Chicks.
1: I know. I you know what? I can't even put the echo on that. Yeah, you can. <imitates> All right, you want to just do it? A... <laughs>
2: Jason just did the echo. Just
1: you want to do a real quick one so I can echo it now <originally> oh and God. go. my okay.
2: so,
3: Nice, <drank>
2: I'll, uh, <laughs> I found, I, I had uh, they played the episode again tonight, so I just, I, I, the, um, I grabbed the, the, uh, and I, they just, the episode, it was the season premiere where um, Flame Princess slaps Finn mm-hmm. in and just starts walking away, oh, yeah. and, you pat, and and you <laughs> have the bird flying away. Smoking, he's like hey don't you judge me I, 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 I copied that and that's not my right uh, Renee Jackson, I love did that. you know hey, that girl. the um dude, my, 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 my three year old's record hey girl I'm halfway there Renee says it when Cameron calls I'm just trying to get Cameron to say it for she nice calls. I love that
3: yep hey girl
2: hey girl hey <laughs> girl
1: how much money is Pendleton Ward worth now
2: dude I, know. You know, I don't know do you think he's wor- it? well no, mean.
0: yeah, there's toys and stuff of it now, so yeah well, you're well right. let's
1: it's just cool. let yeah, but they're not very good. let's I just say, know. okay, maybe he's doing very well with uh adventure time if this bravest- um warriors mm-hmm. hits i mean he I'm sure he negotiated a much better Contract with this second property. Now that he's like Pendleton Ward, you know I was what thinking I
0: mean? about that. Like, I know your kids, or at least he was, a big fan of the Ben Ten. My kids really kind of got over it; they're not really into it anymore. But like I see, they got yet another season coming out, and oh, I'm yeah. thinking to myself, like, how much effing money must those four dudes make? I know, right? I mean, yeah. you think it's fair to say that in from Ben Ten, they've probably made more money than they'll ever make in comics? Oh like, hell yeah! Like yeah. in the sum total of their careers, yeah. Yeah, I would
1: say so too, right? Did you? It's, the concept's kind of cool, though. There is uh, both a teenage version of Ben and uh, an adolescent version right, of Ben. Yeah, right, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. so smart because they can cover all the bases. They got yeah, the little kids. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's brilliant. I'm I writing this no down. Adventure when, Time, Ben, friggin' 10.
2: When, um, I don't know when the what hell. I, it was in between episodes of i don't know if it was regular show and then leading into adventure time but i saw the the commercial where all these crazy looking aliens are at like the grocery store or, or at the bar or where i don't know where the hell they were and and the chicken is there and there and all, at the very end you see you see ben and and it's like and it's like oh you know it's the, the ben 10 omniverse and i'm like that was freaking wild i might watch that
1: Yeah, I buy, I, I don't buy them all, but I still buy the occasional Ben 10 vinyl because the designs are so friggin' Kirby, it's not even funny. Right. I bought, I bought this little rock guy, uh, you know, he's basically just a a head with arms attached to the, the head and like these stubby legs, but it it just screams Kirby. I'm like, I gotta have this. It's a vinyl. Mm -hmm. It's Kaiju. kaiju. Kaiju? All right. Hey, everybody.
2: Look at this. Hey,
1: hey. Yeah, a nice little segue. It's 11 o'clock, Comics, and I am what, Vince B?
2: You is. I am David
0: A. Price. You is, and coming at you like a nightmare, I'm um, Professor Garbanzo.
1: <laughs> you are not Professor Garbanzo. And if you don't haven't noticed already, Mr. Neesman is not with us this week. He's on assignment.
2: He's working yes. his way back to you but it's he, he's coming yeah
1: he's not okay, in he's week. hanging out
2: he'll under be he's he, he, today. he'll be
1: here next week uh, but no you're not professor garbanzo you're jason wood everybody and this episode of 11 o'clock comics has been sponsored by discount comic book service dcbservice.com where you Mr. and Mrs. Comic Book Aficionado can get huge discounts on your favorite funny books and collectibles. Forget about cover prices. They mean nothing to you. Check this out. The Adventures of Superman by Gil Kane. Hardcover. Special discount for you, the DCBS customer. Regular price is $39.99. You can get it for $19.99. That's 50% off. Gil Kane drawing the last son of krypton are you serious it's like 300 and some pages it's a huge hardcover $20 david are you still with us my brother i'm I'm here i know you're all misty you can get the first issue of uh rich johnson's bleeding cool magazine
0: oh wow can't wait
1: no i'm giving him the benefit of the doubt the cover story's on alan moore i gotta have this right here's
0: the thing though i don't quite get in today's day and age how does a website that's already popular, decided to make a print magazine like it's like,
1: but that's the thing It's like Amazon it's, opening
0: up like a like a antique bookstore in New York. It's like,
1: I think because of his popularity and because of the fact he gets people to fess up with the the information, he's probably reserving some of said information for the magazine. You can only get it in the magazine
0: right I don't know his his comic books that he just put out were not exactly uh, Eh. Breakthrough
1: sellers. Yeah, I, th- I thought some of them were okay. But anyway, th- this uh bleeding cool number one is uh cover price four ninety-nine for a hundred and some pages. Well you can get it for half that for two dollars and forty-nine cents. Let's see what else we got here. We have uh see, I didn't get the, the email again. We got uh Buffy The Vampire Slayer season nine free fall number six some kind of George Janty variant cover with a special discount. You get it for 70 cents. What's up with that?
2: Damn.
1: They must want you to try Buffy, huh? And it's that time of year again. The Comic Book Legal Defense Fund Liberty Annual for 2012. This is the fifth one they've done so far. It has, uh, let's see, there's a Ba cover, right? There's a Dodson cover. And you can get either one of them, cover price $4.99. Not what you're going to get them for, $2.74. That's 45% off. Bitches, do it. And if you're a first-time Discount Comic Book Service customer, David, tell them what happens.
2: If you put in EOC8. Yes,
1: if you put in EOC8 into the slot, you'll get an extra 8% off your already massively discounted order. Why haven't you stop what you're doing and go there right now if you've never been there because they're the best. dcbservice.com. Bingo. Bingo.
2: Bingo,
0: bingo. boom.
1: Right. Nice. I got to thank God. you.
0: I got yeah, you go ahead. I got to thank you too, but you go I got a
2: real quick one. I I because I completely I don't I may have already started drinking early that night. Mm-hmm. Oh no. So if if um I apologize because Glenn g to the on twitter um heard me talking about I, I think we were i was talking about how i can't find rolos or, or the, the big bag motherfucker sent me a bag In the not mean sent me a couple of classic sized bags of rolos damn i got Rolos be, in, yeah in you my, gotta be
1: a pig mouth when you're when you're thanking people though
2: <laughs> how they gonna it's me then i mean it's it's, it's but, well he, he sent me he sent me bags of rolos and i and good and place and I, I i appreciate it and 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 um so, good that, and plenty's are awesome. Good, I love good and plenty. I can't have, I, I can like down a box and I regret it, but it's, it's, it's good I,
1: stuff. Do you know the song?
2: Well, I know the, the
1: good, the, the good and plenty, the good and plenty song with Charlie.
2: Charlie song, yeah. Yeah,
1: Charlie says, yeah. "Love like my good yeah. and plenty." I love my
2: good and plenty.
1: Charlie says, "Really, really rings, rings a bell." A bell. Yep. Charlie says, "Love my good and plenty." Don't know any other candy that I love so well. Awesome. I love it. Love it. How about that? It's the you're musical s- episode.
0: Speaking of loving it, what y'all drinking? Wait, I, 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 oh, I don't you're not
1: done your <laughs> thank
2: you? Oh well, thank you! Damn, dude, we're sloppy. Just, Chris is gonna say
1: you're very sloppy without but, me.
2: But the, oh, <laughs> more. the. Uh, <laughs> 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 Love you, buddy. Um, I have to thank uh, Giselle, the uh, the wonderful Bunchen? artist of no of of a Three. <gasps> oh, out. what? The uh, the fourth volume. Of uh, collecting the web strip Has been released And uh, and she sent me a copy internet. What?
1: Jeez See Yeah that ain't right Get that Somebody
2: sends <laughs> you stuff Giselle sends oh, you stuff oh, 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 oh. First of all Motherfucker well, I know What you're about to think <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh yeah it's yeah. true I, 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 Look at this I'm out in the cold this week
0: Well before I do my thank you What's y'all drinking?
1: Oh, same as last week. I'm drinking that extra gold stuff from, from Coors. That banquet beer? Uh, the banquet beer, yeah. Sorry. All right, that's good. I still got half the case, so you're going to be...
2: A CEG? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Uh, I'm trying a new wine. Uh, I tasted it as I walked into the Westchester Wine Warehouse last mm-hmm. week. And I buy a bottle. It is Honoro Vera, and it is from uh, Spain. Well, there you go. And it's How's a, the mouth feel? It's it, it it's smooth. I I like it. it. It just it goes down nice. It 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 works. It <laughs> cool. Uh,
0: I am drinking um, a little Linen Kugels, which is uh, you know, it's a it's a I think it's like a summer beer. I mean, I don't know if it's officially a summer, but I like to drink it in the summer. Uh, it's uh it's like infused with lemon, so it's uh it's it's it's, it's got a little citrusy taste to it. Huh. So uh it's pretty good man. I, I really it goes down easy. It goes down easy. Well lining Googles. So, yeah, so, i talking about my wife. So listen, so we we are fortunate people. We are for lots of reasons, but yeah. Uh, you know, I've had more than a f- one or two friends in the podcasting game joke about how we between the four of us we always have some number of thank yous. And it's usually because Friends or listeners who are our friends too, uh, or artists like with David just now, you know they 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 send us things and uh, they're gifts and and it's like usually flattering and unbelievable and uh, and, and we're way too fortunate in that regard. So <clears throat> uh, t- this week's thank you may take the cake though. Yeah. <laughs> this may. And sort of, it, it apologies to anyone else that's ever sent me something that's sitting there going like, what the. Because when I yes. say what I got, I think they'll agree.
1: Yeah. What did so, I, what an acronym did I tweet you when you told me what you got? Uh, GTFO. Oh, and yeah. That's exactly, exactly what I was yep. thinking. Oh. So
0: I get a private message, uh, actually um, more than a month ago, um, from uh, a fellow, a fellow Jason of the world. Jason of the world, Unite. Jason Noonans, N U N E S. I don't even know if I'm saying his last name right. I hope I am. Uh, a listener of ours, a member of the forum, goes by the name of Tough Ghost on the forums, T U F F Ghost, and uh, he mentions to me that he has something that, uh, upon receiving it, had a minor uh, ding on it, and he actually, in his PM, sends me a picture of the ding, and it's a, uh, I'd say it's maybe a half of an inch crease in the corner of the of the item. But he explains that he had ordered this item, and it came with this crease, and he contacted the publisher, and the publisher sent him another copy of this item, and didn't ask for the original back. Oh. And he sends You sound it like me. Rod
1: Serling right now. I'm getting and the Rod Serling hey, vibe, yeah.
0: And, and he says, hey, Mr. Wood, love hey. the show, I, I know you're a huge fan of this person's, whose work this is, and I want to send it to you. And I was like, dude, you're out of your you know, gourd. like sell it, you know, like you got an extra copy, sell it, you know, make that money. And for like two weeks he was like, no, seriously, listen, I, I don't want to sell it. It's, it's, you know, it's taking up space. I have another one that's pristine that they sent me for free. I want to send it to you. I insist. So, uh, I, I acquiesced and he, he in fact sent it to me and I received it this past week. So Mr. Tough Ghost, Mr. Jason Noons from Edmonton sent me a copy of IDW's Walter Simonson's The Mighty Thor artist edition. <laughs>
3: it's fucked up. That and really it is. literally got I'm like a so half of a
0: crease in a corner, which to me I wouldn't have even noticed if he hadn't shown me. So it's sitting here before me. It is my first artist edition. It's certainly the one of them that have come out that I would have most wanted. It's astoundingly beautiful and I don't even have the words to thank him. That's true. Uh, other than yeah. to say thank you, and that I owe him something big, I I am going to try and talk to him. I'm, th- you know, I, I'm hoping to work something out. Maybe maybe get an artist to do a sketch at a con and for him, or something. I don't know, something that can offset this because, you know. Um,
2: <laughs> I,
0: I, you always put yourself in the other person's shoes and i think i don't know that i would have ever thought to send someone particularly someone personally an artist edition yeah i mean i haven't had the privilege of meeting him yet uh, i hope to at some point to even just to shake his hand but uh that's not an easy ship it's no <laughs> no think he sent it from from edmonton i mean it came you know he had to send it
1: that's uh, canada right
0: yeah, I mean oh geez, I just looked I mean it cost him thirty dollars. So Christ. I mean it's just it's a gesture that defies Yeah. I, I don't even yeah. you know the, it's so nice of you, Jason, and I, I, I appreciate it immensely and uh I have looked through this longingly. Um and, and it's sometime soon after I've had a chance to read the whole thing, reread it, I'll I'll talk about it. But it's uh Thank you so much. It's it's ridiculous. It's unbelievable. So yeah. now that I everyone have, listening is jealous, we can move on.
1: I don't have the Wally Wood one in case anybody wants to. <laughs> <do it soon. laughs> but uh, I got. I have a thank you.
2: Did Vince, you just did said you came up dry this week. Did. No,
1: but I want to thank myself.
2: Wait, oh. before you did, did you order the the Cubert Tarzan Artist Edition?
1: I did, but I I struck it from my order because my oh. order was way too much that month. Oh, so awesome. I took it off. You know what? I'm, I'm. I. I. Again, the 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 artist editions are a luxury that I really can't justify, especially when I when I have. Listen, I have all the original issues of that Kubert Tarzan. I have. I have the uh, Dark Horse um, reprints, the hardcover Dark Horse reprints, the the three volume Joe Kubert the Tarzan years. I have those. Do I really need another? Yes and no you know I, I I do need it, but I can't justify spending three hundred dollars on comic books for the month you know i I don't know well I'm,
0: I'm kind of with you in the same like a couple of the artist editions I've put in like my prelim when I first get the excel spreadsheet, yeah, and then I'm always like pulling them out because uh, I'm just like man it's yeah. it just bumps that order up to a price you know for me i'm, I'm I mean my my typical order is typically around three hundred bucks, mm-hmm. so like it's you know bumps up to over four or four fifty and it's like whew, you know the wife she'll start being like what?" <laughs> Now, we all have our level, right? We each have, like, it's, like, whatever your level is. And it's, like, the artist Edition's, no matter what your level is, chances are the artist Edition's going to put you over it, you know?
1: But the, I got to say, they do get it in terms of the portfolios. Oh, dude. They've priced those. That is the, the exact sweet spot for those portfolios. 30 oh, bucks oh, is Perfect. Yeah, for the, But let the- me
0: tell you, now that I've, because I know David and Chris spoke longingly about the Mazzucchelli um, the other week, but now that I have this one and I'm looking at it, and you guys know what a, a nut I am for original art in the first place, yeah. it's definitely created the itch now because now I see, like, how impressive the packaging is, and I'm like, oh, so now I probably will be getting some more, because this is just, phew. I mean, it, it's the yeah. art. Like, you could really, like, you could cut this art out of here, not that I would ever deface the book, but, and get it framed, and, like, you could yeah. fool most people into thinking. think well, on pay. the back,
1: on the backs of the the uh, Neil Adams and Bernie Wrightson portfolios that they just released, on the back they have printed, this is not a piece of original art. It's printed on the back uh, of the see, art. See, this yeah.
0: is, doesn't have that, because it's, it's you know page by page so yeah uh, it's but, beautiful. Um,
1: so here I want to thank myself this okay. time I have brought up the fact that I uh, frequented the creation conventions way back in the day oh, at, yes. at, at what hotel was at was the Penta Hotel which later mm-hmm. became is what is it now the Hotel Pennsylvania yeah okay so get this get it 1987, November 28th, and I think 27th, 27th and 28th or 28th and 29th, whatever the date is, uh, this just says November 28th, Saturday, November 28th, which means it also took place on the Friday and the, the, the Sunday, I brought a micro cassette recorder with me and I taped one of the panels and I found the damn tape. After, yeah. do, do, do the, t- do the math. 1987, this was recorded. I've been looking for this since then. Mm-hmm. And I found it in a box after we moved. Side A. A panel with Dave Cockrum, Walt Simonson, Aww. Bob Layton, Bob Wycheck, Mike Zeck, Doug Murray on new directions in comic book storytelling. Okay. Nice. Now that, that, May, there's a chance, because it was a panel at a, at a comic book show, there's mm-hmm. a chance that that is already available somewhere in, in digital form on the interwebs, right? Mm-hmm. I guarantee you this B-side, you will not hear anywhere else. Hmm. The B-side is called eavesdropping on John Byrne and Walt Simonson <laughs> talking in the dealer's room. Nice. I haven't heard this in 20-some years. What I'm going to do is I'm going to digitize this and put it up on the feed so you can download this stuff. I don't know if I'm going to attach it to one of our regular episodes. I may just do like a an extra added thing cuz if you want it, get it. If not, you know, you don't have to download it. Let's make it like that. But who's not going to want to download this, right? So, uh, and I what I also found and I was looking for these as well. Back in the 80s, there used to be a comic it's actual actually a precursor Two comic book podcasts. It was a an audio show about comics called Comicast, C O M I C A S T. And what the producers would do, they distributed them on cassette tape. And I found four of them, along with this. So I'm gonna digitize digitize those too. But I gotta do a little bit of checking first, because in case somebody owns that shit, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. But nobody owns this but me. This. So you will hear it first here, Sweet. 11 o'clock comics.
0: Oh, nice. Right. How about that? We all been that.
1: You got so giddy when I found this. I was like, holy shit. And not only did I find the micro cassette, I, I also dubbed it to a regular uh, cassette tape. So I have two versions of it in case something happened. That was thing. Oh, nice. Yeah. Respect it. There we go. So let's get this show rolling. Yeah, let's do it up. Who what wants to go first, reading? David. <laughs>
2: Uh, Alright, Well speaking of what? What?
0: No, I was gonna say I was just about to say you always seem like you're uh, like you're put out by the idea that
2: you have to talk about comics. <laughs> you're like No, oh, not <sighs> about comics, just going first. Um since you were talking about the eighties, uh something I just finished today actually, because um I've been going through well, like I said a couple weeks ago with with, with uh, shit that's just been sitting there like like finally reading Justice. Example. So everybody, good. You got your beverage, you, enjoying new it. New Universe Justice? Oh no! No, no, right? <laughs> shit. no the, uh, the the Alex Ross thing from from a bunch of last week ago. when he talked about. Yeah, it. I yeah. know. I'm just teasing. Um, come on, man, Jeff Fisherwood. Why? Why wouldn't I talk about the New Universe Justice? Not the Bruce Willis Justice from New Universal, but the, the. I you know what?
1: Just as as a tiny tangent, very quickly, I think the New Universe books that La- that were canceled the quickest were the better ones like Night Mask was gone in what 12 issues yeah but and that was so good
2: no it was Dreamscape dude it wasn't so good
1: I like Night's, Night Mask and Dreamscape's a good movie
2: I know so I'd rather watch Dreamscape <laughs> than read Night Mask alright take it away I'm sorry about, about Kicker's Inc or you had, <laughs> had Merck with Gray Morrow artwork Gr- Merck was great but it didn't last that long right Merck, no no they they were they, out of the eight of them, they were they they called half of them rather quickly. Yeah. Uh, so this friggin', friggin this...
1: Cyforce Force lasted what 150 issues? Yeah, <laughs> <It feels like laughs> you
2: know it, it feels like, I have that set somewhere. It's hot. Right Started off with tech, so it's hot, dude. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. The um this came out a couple of years ago, but it's a story set in the 80s. Actually, it's set in 1985. Uh this was published by Marvel. Written by Mark Miller, art by Tommy Lee Edwards. This is called "1985." Oh, Jesus,
1: <laughs> dude! <laughs> I,
2: I talked about this a long time ago when it came out. Yeah. Yes, yeah, we, we I, finally finished it. Nice. I mean, I, yeah. I read through it quickly over the weekend, but it, it's it's. Um it was something else that was just that, that I'm, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm just, I'm finding that Dark Victory and Long Halloween are, are on tap to be read. <laughs> you are going it, back to it, the it vault, is, man. I am. I got, <laughs> is, and I'll, 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 I think, with the exception of a few current modern day titles, mm-hmm. uh, there really isn't a lot from the big two that is, that is currently being published that's grabbing me. So I'm either just rereading things from years ago, like the crew, like, like just wow. older books, or I am, um, or I'm finally reading things that I've purchased over the years and just haven't gotten around to reading. And, you know, mm-hmm. it goes back to the whole topic mm-hmm. of shine and, and how that even started. So, um, I, like I said, I, I have to read things and I have to start, purging my collection from things that, that I'm probably not going to be rereading. So uh, let me read them oh. so I can say I read them and pass them on to uh, to someone more deserving. So the um, this, I now, I can add this to, um, I guess I can say now I like two or three things that mark miller has written
1: oh
0: nice dude and, uh, i was so worried as you as you said you started reading this because when i described it back in uh, it's probably been a year or two right since i talked about it but you were sort of like oh okay let me get to that someday and i was thinking like oh this could be so when you said you, re- you read it finally i was like oh he is he gonna rip it
2: no i i am i am not gonna rip it i i um i was i the things that i couldn't pick about really aren't um they're not Miller specific. They're not, it's not, no, I'm saying it's, it's not like, 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 like kick-ass. I mean, I could just say that, oh, that is just Miller trying to top wanted or whatever else he's done. And it's just, I, it's, it's Miller being Miller. This, this, this is, this doesn't have that, that to me, that, that, that heavy Miller. Because,
1: because this story has a heart. 1985 has a heart, whereas yeah, the other stuff right. is just right. it's it's just, it's, it's exploitation. It's done, done primar- primarily for shock value.
2: You'll never guess what Aunt May did when she was a teenager. So it's <laughs> there, there's um now I really guess I think what may. also <laughs> I I think what also um pleases me about this is is it is illustrated by Tom Lee Edwards and and. Ed, Ed, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got it, uh, Props to John Workman for for doing the letters. But um,
1: and initially, wasn't it going to be illustrated by someone else? Because I, I remember they, they they uh sent around these promo images of the Hulk, and it, it was like almost photo realistic. Remember those images that they sent for nineteen eighty five? And then all of a sudden, oh, no, 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 it's Tommy Lee Edwards going to be on it. I swear to God, I rem- I'm not misremembering this.
0: Well, oh, the, the, the I think the, it was supposed to be Fumetti
1: yes and it it, was and, it was, it, and it, they, it, it yeah, was it was it was very photorealistic, and then they just they they switched gears and all, and then they the thing was announced with Tommy Lee Edwards I was like, oh thank thank goodness because we can read it now
0: yeah and it I, actually, it, evolved. it was actually supposed to be a fumetti sequel to secret war
1: actually, and
0: oh. it, it evolved many times over into what it became
2: the uh wait the bedistellado secret war mm-hmm. or secret wars from the eighties. Vibendez Delatos. Wow, think. okay. Yeah. All right. Um, the I have the issue, so it bums me out that even though um, it's a beautiful looking cover of the first issue by, by Jason's boy, Jim Chung, yes. the, the five are all, all done by Tommy Lee Edwards. And it's just like, Oh, I could have had like a complete set, but I have this this Jim Chung cover on the first one and it's but the um,
0: Dude, that's like bitching that instead of I'm having insane. I know instead of instead like, of having you know
2: uh,
0: a Rolls Royce for every day of the week they
2: right turn it at a Bentley yeah I know I know um I'm saying these are just a little I, I can't
1: I, I take the Tommy Lee Edwards <laughs> I, you wash your mouth
2: <laughs> dirty come Mine. on now this original art by Jim Chung now.
0: But I would I would step on Tommy Lee's throat to sorry. hang out with Jim Chung for a few minutes. <laughs>
2: it, You're, so, I, young. You're but, so young. You're so young. Yayos Sorry, we we talked to Tommy Lee Edwards. I'm good. Um right. we, I can't uh, talk to Tommy Lee Edwards because he
0: hangs out in that, I know, that, with that booth <laughs> with the dude that wants to kill me. So <laughs> oh,
1: well, who
2: wants to kill you?
0: Bernard. Well, I don't want to say his name now because then he's gonna see it on the Google <laughs> search. Sorry. Like, that's right, I, I don't like that guy.
2: I don't like that guy. At best, because
0: peeps, though, I ripped, I ripped apart his uh, his illustration skills, and because, uh, and, oh. and raised the ire of many people on the forums, <laughs> yes. including Steve I, Ryan and Jim Jim N.
1: Why don't I remember this? I'll tell yeah. you offline. Yeah. Okay.
2: Well. Um. Anyway, I really did. I, I enjoyed the story. It started off. I, I I liked where it was going. Like the the first three, almost four issues. I'm 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 feeling it. It, it ended not not abruptly. I mean, things weren't resolved. I, I I guess well, not really cleanly because of of things that happened in in the storyline. But um, some things felt they were a little rushed here and there to to I guess maybe wrap it up. But I I love the effect edwards uh used to uh, differentiate between the in air quotes real world and the marvel universe um the uh oh like like for example when when toby is talking to peter parker and and uh peter's kind of quick to just say oh, okay well you got me i'm really spider-man and it's like and instead of i mean i don't it, it's like i'm kind of torn because i don't know if nowadays that would have been you know, four pages trying to convince somebody he isn't or if he really just would succumb to it and and just move on and it's it just there were times where I'm reading a book told that's that's it's being made now but you also have to think about how these characters were over 20 years ago and it it's it's a neat act and and um, and I will I'll I'll, I'll give it up to miller light like you said vince it's it it's that hard there's there's a story here uh Mm -hmm. it's it's a love letter and and it's 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 um and and it helps in that it's that toby is also telling this story and and uh and there were there were things that yeah what Talking in the comic shop when he's when when he's talking to the shop owner, and you have the other dude over there who's all about who's all about Fantagraphics and the indie books, and and you know to tell what your big stuff, and it's like and and it's and it really did take me back to Dragons Den in Yonkers and the people that that work there and 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 shop there, and um, and it was it it definitely is. I mean, I it's not the kind of story where I would go back to find out where chronologically in 1985 this story might take place because you have Captain Marvel as an Avenger, you have the Mohawk Storm, you have Spidey in the Black Suit. So, you know, I mean, there's probably a lot of fun the continuity nerds could have with this and, and trying to figure out where this might have happened in between sequels, things like that, but I just, as far as a story that um, you gonna say something? <laughs> no. So, oh, okay. Um, it, it's it, it. There, there might be some things that are predictable, like um, like why this all happened, but I really can't. I really can't complain about it. I really can't. You know, just it, as much as maybe part of me wants to be like, oh God, why would he do that? Because it's Miller, and I just, I, I can't. I, I just, I really did. I, dug, mm-hmm. I really did enjoy it. I have no By problem. By the way, dude,
0: now that you're talking, it it's, it had to be the sequel. It intended to be a sequel to Secret Wars. Yeah. Yeah,
2: not Secret War. Yes,
1: yeah, so I, I was I was going to let yeah. you fix that because I, yeah, yeah. I figured that out. Um, When was the uh, John Basima Tom Palmer Avengers? Was that in like 85, 86?
2: That right. was, oh, that, that was that.
1: Because you're talking like what, 260, 270 around there?
2: <sighs> that, that was mid-late 80s, yeah. Yeah, I would say Uh, so. Roger Stern. It could be around the
1: same time, right?
2: Because well, four years. uh, (laughs) It was. It's uh, it's around West Coast Avengers also because Rhodey Mm -hmm. was Iron Man, right? And and uh, so you had Hawkeye, you had um, but you had, had Cap, you had Thor, you had Captain Marvel, uh, Rambo. So.
1: I have a site here that lists... Oh, oh but,
2: um, but, but She-Hulk came back as a member of the FF, and She-Hulk was a member of, of Avengers... Earlier. Dur- ...during the Bushima Palmer run. Right.
1: This says uh, Avengers 275 to 286 was 1987, 1988. And that's uh, Roger that's, Stern that's, writing, Bush, Bushima penciling, yep. and Palmer inking.
2: But they were on for a while, though, so... Yeah, they were.
1: It was a nice yeah. run.
2: It was. It was great uh, with with the new yellow jacket and and yeah no that was that was good stuff. I miss those issues. Me too. Um,
1: Namer. That Druid, all badass.
2: Oh, dude. Wears <laughs> a robe.
1: Watch the, out for the ball uh, guy.
2: <laughs> with the punch. See, I can be a hero. So you have. Um, sit
1: on his lap. Get off his lap. <laughs> he's not
2: Santa. <laughs> and his son will come back to get you in a bunch of years. So the um, <laughs> the I I I recommend. 1985 if if i don't know would you if i know we 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 have those stories that you know i you know my friend's new to comics what should i let him read i don't think 1985 would be in the top 10 of that list i i don't know if if somebody hasn't read if somebody's no, not familiar not- with 80s marvel would would you still say hey try this i don't
1: it's not wince-worthy, right? You mean like oh, oh damn, well, it's not one of those, but I mean I
2: would say it like this if 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 they know
0: if they have some familiarity with Marvel in general so that they know who the villains are okay then it would then I would say cuz it has heart and it, it would read well on its own cuz it's a standalone but if they're like new to the Marvel universe and just no. don't really then I would say it it wouldn't
1: work. I mean, you can give it to someone as an example of uh, top shelf illustration and lettering. Mm. So, oh, you know yeah, what? Yeah. This this is a this is a visually, this is how com- all comic books should look like this. See that lettering? Done by hand, bitches. By
2: hand. Yeah. Um and and since Toby narrates it, he does a good job of, of telling, you know, who who you you're never really sure who's in the panel. He's gonna tell you if, you know, obviously you can but. Visually, you can tell that that stilt man walking across the neighborhood, but he'll mention Morbius, he'll mention Wendigo, he'll mention Hatemonger, and, and so you get an idea as to, and it's, and, and no one particular, um, we'll say B list hero gets the spotlight, really. So it's not like, I mean, he mentions Hawkeye, he mentions Captain America, he mentions, um, he mentions a few heroes, but like, it's, it's not like, Captain Marvel has, has a couple of pages where she's handling her business or or you have too many heroes where the person's gonna scratch your head going, I have no who, no idea who that is, and if Toby's never mentioned them in the story, you're still not gonna know. So it, it, it moves things along at a pretty quick play, pace. The um it and it really was I had no idea. Um you know, I mean it, it was there it was a little more, I guess, violent. Than I was expecting because I mean, you turn the page and now you have Bullseye sticking a nightstick through some dude, through a cop's helmet. And, and it's, you have Wendigo walking around with some dude's head in his hand. And, and there are things where it's like, wow, all right. So they went there. And, and it's not like, it, it's not all, um, sunshine and lollipops. And as, as the story's going on, I mean, there's, there's the bad guys really are bad guys and, and they're, they're in our world in in the real world we'll say and and it's not um you know with no with no fear with no worry of the fantastic 4 or the avengers or the x-men coming to to stop them and and um and it it, it goes from there but i i really dug the setup with the whole house and and the comic collection and then you know and and we also didn't get the whole long drawn out process of toby having to explain to dad that you know he saw super villains at at the old wincham house and it's a like, and and dad's like yeah whatever and and you know but we didn't we didn't get a whole issue of toby trying to convince him and it just it the story moved along at at a at a pretty decent clip i i recommend it and and someone will probably end up with these six issues nice. just because just because i read it and and i want to pass it along not because i'm Giving it away because I don't want it in my house. Sweet. Because right. you could yield that. Right. Right.
1: Hey, you mentioned Fantastic Four. I did. Can we riff on something that, was it announced today or, or, or yesterday or something? They did
2: something today. Mm-hmm. Yes, they did. Yeah.
1: Um, Matt Frank- Fraction is going to be the writer on not only Fantastic Four... Proper, but that FF book. What does that stand for? First Family Freedom Foundation. What does it stand for? The FF.
0: Well, it's it. I mean, it currently stands for Future Foundation, but I doubt. Future Foundation. Yeah. I doubt it will in the the Marvel now.
1: Okay, and well, uh, regardless, the uh, the artist on FF is none other than Mike Allred, Mm -hmm. and and that that thrills me to no end. Yes. And and then they announced the artist on Fantastic Four proper, and. It's Mark Bagley. Yes. So, are they going to retitle this this latest uh, pitch Marvel? Then, because Bagley's not not anywhere near uh, cutting edge enough for Fantastic Four. Uh, I mean, I love him. I, th- I think he's he's ext- you know I love Bagley. He's extremely competent. I gotta say, I'm underwhelmed. I'm a little bit bored with the, with the choice. I didn't too, see any me of me it. Too. I saw I, mm-hmm. I saw one cover image, and I, and it's a very nice image. But it's nice, you know what I mean? It's not all right on friggin' well, well, yeah, FF. At least, it, it,
2: uh, well, see, and I think all based on that image that that they released for FF. It's crazy, by isn't something, it? And and that's the thing, you know. I don't. I mean, it's like people were poo pooing the indestructible Hulk image just 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 based on the image. But I, I look at the FF. And it's it's fitting just based on those four characters on that cover. That's perfect for Allred, and and I didn't I didn't look sure. at the Bagley image, but I'm I'm thinking that at least you know, well with with Allred, but definitely with Bagley, you're going to get your books out on time. The creative mm, team right. is going to be tight, and and if if they want to hit the ground running with you know we want we want a good run or we just want to make sure that that, that someone can keep a schedule on what should be Marvel's flagship book is going to be out as it should. So, I mean, I I, I, I see what you're saying, but we also... I'm
1: not pooing on Mr. Bagley, because Mark's very good. Uh, He's proven himself, what, 120 issues of Ultimate Spider-Man, right? Yeah. More? He's done that. Uh, He's done amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, amazing. The guy's great. It's just that it's it's not... it's not, it's not someone <laughs> whose name I hear and and you know the ears perk up. He's I, I was it's, hoping it's for not, somebody. He's he's done edgy.
2: Well, I mean, you know, he's he's gone from you know, this was a dude who kind of got his feet wet with New Warriors, and now he's he's he's, he's working. I mean, he's done Spidey, and now I mean, he's Fantastic Four. So. The interesting
0: thing about the 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 news I thought though was that uh, Mark Farmer's is inking him though.
2: Yeah. I like that team. Yeah, which, I, which that, is yeah. you know that is going to be because Farmer, Farmer he'll, can, he'll can, sculpt Bagley stuff a little. More. That's what I'm yeah. saying. You got you got you yeah. got the curves. You got the nice. It's it's soft. It'll it'll work. It, it will. I, I think it will. Look, it'll be smoother than his Ultimate Spider-Man stuff. And that's no slight to Emberlin or or Von Grawbadger or anybody else who inked Bagley on Ultimate Spidey. Um, I I really without knowing. I didn't click the link, so I don't know where fractions going. I don't know if if we have to know anything previously before Marvel now. So I don't know what kind of Fantastic Four we're getting, but um, I'm you know, considering we've we've gone we 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 had LaRocca, we had Pacheco, we had we had um, we had Ringo, we've had um, mm. own right. Eagle, Yes, I mean we've we there have been. There have been some great artists on Fantastic Four and we I, I don't I don't think Kirby
1: s- guy. <laughs>
2: <I> didn't Burn <laughs> I, didn't I burn guy. So, uh I, I don't I don't think Bagley is, is a step in the wrong direction. I I, I, I got fake. I I, I would I, love I, to I,
1: see I, I know he's hip deep in the Oz books, but I would love to see Scotty Young take a crack at Fantastic Four. Be cool. You, you you know it would be a, a visual feast. Well, I will Scott say this: I'm
0: that. in David's camp because I hadn't looked at the. I knew Bagley was announced, but I hadn't looked at the cover until just now. But uh, but it it it's nice. I think because I mean it's it's Farmer. It's 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 it tight. is nice.
1: But it, that's it. It's nice. You know, it's okay though. It's I, I, okay. I kind of don't want nice after after Epting on Fantastic Four. You know, I, I don't want that. I, I want I want I want gritty, not not gritty. I I want risk taking. I want I want to be wowed visually and a huge risk taking uh, artist, one that's See not the, afraid the, to, the, the, the to draw outside the panels. You're being silly. You're being not silly. being silly.
0: So you're getting no, I'm just kidding. But uh, the FF cover is pretty crazy because it's uh, it's Medusa, Ant Man, She Hulk, the Green She-Hulk, and then Miss Thing, which is kinda of hilarious. But it it's, looks
2: like Miss Thing in a uh like like a, a thing exoskeleton. Yeah, that's what I think it is. They
0: they describe her as a, uh, a Lindsay Lohan esque celebrity that uh oh, somehow has a thing costume to wear, a co- like an exoskeleton, so
2: And I love I love the four on the outfit. I love the I love the way the outfits look. It just it's it's and is that is 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 that it, man? I know the helmet is very Ant Man esque, but I mean, he's got. Well, it was was in the
0: uh, the, the, the text of it. It was saying it's Fantastic Four go on a journey through time and space, so the FF that takes their place in the modern continuity is Ant Man, She
2: Hulk, Medusa, and Miss Thing. And I am going to click on the. I'm clicking on the link. And that. Is that Bagley? That is very Alan Davis-esque, especially re Exactly. Banks. I think it looks like Alan Davis because it's Mark oh Farmer making him. Oh my God! Yeah, it's no. my shtee, dude. Those are funky outfits too. I, yeah. I, I, I might, I might have to check this out. Yeah, boy. You're I craggly. He's just dying not to be craggly. <laughs> <laughs> you want pause for a second? Or? Mm-mm. Oh,
0: he gets Mm-mm. so he gets so salty like Lowry's when he's a uh, Lowry's
2: crashing. like Mike Lowry.
0: Michael Lowry, I'm Michael Lowry.
2: <laughs> they they want to make a Rush Hour four. It's like does Chris Tucker just not want to? I mean, is, is, is Jackie free? All right, I'll make a movie. Otherwise, don't. Well, don't to be come fair. Back like Chris Tucker grip. was like,
0: after the Rush Hours, he got so rich that he like went on that little like kind third like, one Vision so Quest ass. The third
2: Rush Hour. Well, I didn't hour think different. the first two were so hot either, but. But uh, well, How, how the, am I doing? Am I good? You're, you're yeah. better now. First Rush Hour was great. Second one wasn't too bad. Third one was horrible.
1: Dude, you're talking about Chris Tucker. Back to the Fantastic Four. Dude, Curb my
2: man. Corbin? Corbin? Corbin, <laughs> Corbin <here. laughs> God, I, I, love I love that
1: movie. I love that movie. It's a movie, dude. Yes. Uh, mm, I will buy it. I'll buy the Bagley. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just, mm-hmm. I, I just wish it was... I, somebody else, you know what I mean, dude.
0: dude I mean, anytime you're fronting on art that looks like Alan Davis, I'm I'm
1: not fronting on it. I'm not fronting. I'm just, just saying, I I just I don't they, want it to look so mainstreamy. I I want that indie sensibility that they they're bringing to the FF
2: title. Then you get to the, the, the fantastic. Just I, they, they can't they they can't. I don't think they can do that. With it's it's fine for for a backup story in in issue 600. But as far as an ongoing, I mean, they did it they they didn't even do it with with um with X-Force because they ended up changing the book to Ecstatic. So it's not I don't think they're going they're I don't think they're ready yet to do something like that with a book titled Fantastic 4 month in month out. But the book
1: was it's at its most visually challenging when Jack was on it. It's it's all been downhill from there. I mean Jack
2: Well, look no, the, 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 the mainstream for whatever else was coming out at the time. Uh, No, Jack the was mainstream, versions. yeah, because exactly.
1: he was doing everything, so he was the mainstream, yeah. But I'm just saying, like double page photo collages, what in in a in a mainstream comic book, you still don't see that. Jack, just like he was so far advanced, and then now they put. I don't want a workman on this title. I want to see nuts craziness, you know. I don't know. I maybe I'm just being picky. I'm coming back, right?
2: Covers. So. I
1: I am coming back to the book.
2: We're coming back. Oh, never mind. I, I got ah go uh, yeah.
1: I got something, and it's odd that it's it's a year before David's book. Wow. Yes.
0: Crisis on Infinite Earths.
1: No, 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 no. All right. You, you're gonna. You're both gonna know the answers to this question. Aside from crazy kaiju beating the crap out of each other, what makes me happiest in comic books? commandy no, Well, yeah. Giant robots beating the crap out of each other, right?
0: Oh yeah, Shogun Warriors.
1: No, you you're close, you're close. Uh this is a continuation of a book that is next in line behind the Punisher for the title of Marvel's longest running four-issue limited series.
2: Oh, Transformers.
1: Yes, Transformers. Transformers. It's a, it's a title that began in 81
2: 80- in a four-issue miniseries. series.
1: <laughs> it no, 80. Uh, and we'll get to that. It's okay. Uh, it's a title that began in 1984 under the guiding hands of the legendary, and I'll fight a knife fight. Anybody who challenges <laughs> that term, legendary Bill Mantlo. Uh, then Jim Salakrup took it, and then uh, it was taken to dizzying heights by Bob Budiansky. And towards the tail end, some chap from across the pond named Simon Furman. Yes. So Marvel's Transformers ended in 91. Okay. Uh, 21 years later, uh, IDW is stepping up. Chris Reel and the fine folks at IDW, they're picking up the continuity of the late, very lamented Marvel Transformers series written by Cybertronian scribe supreme Simon Furman. They have the original artistic team back together on this book it's this nice. thing yes it's illustrated it's actually it's called let's get the uh the name down it's called transformers obviously regeneration one get it generation uh, one regeneration uh-huh. it, they've done this with the gi joe book but i don't know the name what's the gi joe uh marvel continuity book oh uh,
2: the one that um him is writing real american, american
0: hero
1: oh, oh there you go obviously Mm-hmm. But this reunites writer Simon Furman, penciler Andrew Wildman, inker Stephen Baskerville, and then we got new people, which is okay, right? Because uh, I think the colorist uh, on this stuff is Jean-Paul Beauvais, and the mm-hmm. letter is... I Guido Guidi. Oh, he's awesome. But I'm telling you, Wildman draws the most expressive robots you'll see. Uh, the, especially if you go back and read the Marvel stuff, uh, where he j- came in towards the tail end of that book it 's almost like Don Rosa meets Michael golden back then he 's just he's so expressive but um so like I said this this book picks up the Marvel continuity, and to get into this regeneration one stuff you gotta go through the last five issues of Marvel 's Transformers and they were great, but they were weird they uh, towards the end they were just trying anything and everything they brought in a bunch of um, homo sapiens let's say in the neo knights remember they had that half naked circuit breaker chick mm-hmm. a- and rapture running around um, but uh, a brief recap of the tail end of marvel's transformers run uh, the chaos bringer himself the-, the dreaded dark god appears unicron attacks cybertron uh, and uh, what uh, Unicron knows is that nestled at the center of Cybertron is his ancient enemy Primus, the patriarch of the Transformers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an extinction-level event which forces an uneasy alliance between Optimus Prime's Autobots and Scorpinox Decepticons. Now, that's a key point. Autobot and Decepticon unite for the first time ever. They have to face Unicron. They have to destroy this extinction level event, and so they team up, right? Uh, even Galvatron, an alternate future Megatron plucked from his timeline by Unicron, joins the fray against the planet devouring Chaos Bringer. There's an extremely off kilter, uh, Whose reality is it anyway? Battle between Megatron and Galvatron, with a little bit of Ratchet thrown in for good measure. And that nice. you had Megatron bonded with Ratchet at one point in the in the Transformers run. I think it was like issue fifty six or fifty seven, and and the two were essentially one. And they play on that in this new regeneration one series. Wait, well, I tell you how, how they do it. it, it it's really it, well. It's disturbing and it's funny. Um, so. Uh, yeah, apparently, a bunch of bots uh, bite the binary dust during this battle. You have Scorponok, uh A.K.A. Lord Zarak, dies. Apparently, uh, a character called Emirate Zaron, who was a shell for Primus himself, uh, he mm-hmm. he bites the big one. Thunderwing, uh, and it's a fortuitous event because um, the De- the Decepticon had possessed one of the very few things that was able to bring Unicron, Unicron to his knees, and that's the the creation matrix. Uh, back in the Marvel's Transformers, they had this long, and it was written by Furman too, and it's his favorite Transformer story, uh, that he has written. They were searching for the, 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 the matrix quest. And so, so why do, why do they need this, the matrix? Well, because they knew Unicron was coming, and this creation matrix is one of the only things that could take them out, right? So, um, thunderwing bites the big one and optimus steps up grabs the matrix of creation and purges the uh the matrix it it got tainted by evil go ahead i said taint uh it it got tainted by evil over a period and optimus because he's so damn optimistic (laughs) purged Mm -hmm. he purged the matrix of the evil taint and he plunges into the open maw of unicron blazing White hot with the pure light of creation. And just like that, blah, blah, it's over. Unicron, gone. Dead. Okay, so this huge threat is gone. What now? What happens now? Well, with his last dying breath, Optimus Prime passed on the mantle of leadership to my favorite Autobot, Grimlock. Nice. And, which pissed off Prowl to no end, right? So you got Grimlock in the lead. Uh, and there's something going on with Cybertron. What in the hell? The, the planet... Is shuddering from the combined effects of Unicron's assault, and Primus is gone. Primus is dead. The patriarch is no more. And we get to we learn at the end of the Transformers. Too Marvel's, many
0: puppies, too many puppies. Yeah, it's true. Uh, it, A little it fits. Primus reference for those uh, of you that Les Claypool.
1: Yes. yes. Um, <laughs> the uh, what Primus's initial goal with the. Uh, the Transformers was to not have them splintered into factions like the Autobots and the Decepticons. The, the the Transformers were created as a safeguard against Unicron. He never wanted them to fight against each other. He he created them to battle what he knew was his the, the dark to his light, the 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 death to, to his life, right? So he, he uh created Cybertron with the Transformers in the hopes that they would someday battle Unicron, and that's exactly what happened. They, 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 they uh, joined forces. They had a, have a treaty of sorts. And uh, that's where this Regeneration 1 starts. You have an uneasy alliance, still in play, between the Decepticons and the Autobots, but somebody's stirring up the shit. And it's sound Soundwave. W- no, no, it's Soundwave. Soundwave, Aww. they, they call themselves neo-decepticons now. They are true to the covenant of Primus. Uh, and what, what they are, they're, they're terrorists. Um, they're, 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 they're traipsing around Cybertron, just stirring up shit, destroying things, blowing up people. In fact, Soundwave is using his cassettes as suicide bombers. It's nice. N- it's nuts, dude. Uh, so, um, more more of the uh, Marvel Transformers, you had this alliance. And because they thought the uh, Cybertron was going down the tubes, they left the planet. There was an exodus. And um, some of them came to Earth. Some of them went to a, a planet called Klo, which they wanted to conquer. They thought, eh, it's easy pickings, right? You had Bludgeon, who's very important. Uh, to the, 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 the story of the, uh, the last like, 10, 15 issues of Marvel's Transformers bludgeon is really important. Um, and, and so you have all these Transformers splintered all over the place, so Prime comes back, right? How does he come back? Well, Primus had a, an Autobot um, buried in Cybertron. It's called the Last Autobot, and this thing was designed to be a sentinel, to watch over the planet. Now in this ge- regeneration one, this is the best it, it's, it's in, let me see if it's in the zero issue, right? It is in the zero issue. If this does not want to get you to read a transformers comic, I'm sorry. Nothing will. So you have Soundwave stirring up the shit, right? He commandeers an orbital defense satellite. Yes. <laughs> and turns the satellite, not, uh, Away from Cybertron to pick off meteors and asteroids, he turns the the satellite towards Cybertron and destroys the last Autobot. Mm. And it's 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 this one page spread. You see this 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 Sentinel watching over the the uh, the Transformers. All of a sudden, boom! The satellite spits out this massive beam, and, and you see like Soundwave is clenching his fist. He's like, "Yes, Optimus is shitting his pants." Um, cup, you, who doesn't love cup, right? Cup is, is freaking out. Hot Rod is, ah, uh, you gotta read this book. Read it, it, Simon Furman did not miss a beat. It, it is awesome. Some of the things you'll encounter. Earth is in ruins. How did it happen? Ah, uh, you can kind of get an idea. Megatron and his cronies are traipsing around the planet, but Megatron lobotomized all of the Decept- decepticons. So they're, they're unquestioning slaves, with the exception of one. One Decepticon he did not lobotomize. And who do you think that is?
0: Uh, Starscream. Yes.
1: <laughs> so he can savor Starscream's pain. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Ratchet is relegated to a hood ornament. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. um, That's cool. No, it is. Megatron's going around on this sky sled, and they kind of sort of hint that there's maybe something on the front of it, like it's obscured. And then Megatron says something, isn't that right? And he looks down, and friggin' Ratchet's head is is the light, like right on the front of this sky sled. And he's screaming. It's so cool, right? Um, It's because they have history, right? Cup and Springer... Step into the spotlight. They adopt this, this very proactive, we got to raise this Decepticon menace from, from the surface of our planet. And then you got Prime. Mm-hmm. Pro, they should call him Optimus Pussy because what he's yes. done, he, oh. he literally has sequestered himself in an ivory tower. He's, he, hmm. he, he's away from the Transformers. His um, methods of dealing with this Decepticon insurgency is to look the other way. And, and Cup and, and Ultra Magnus are like, dude, are you serious? How could you let these guys just do this? They're blowing up our, our brothers and sisters and you're just turning and, and he doesn't want to strong arm it because he doesn't want to seem like, you know, the oppressive Autobots again. So Prime is like stepping back and he's grooming Hot Rod to, to step up and, and obviously maybe take his place. It, it's a really good book. They've released three issues so far. Um, uh, 80.5, which is the free comic book day one, mm-hmm. which will tell you everything you need to know, and then some, going into the series. But if you don't read it, they, Sir, Furman does a really good job with 81 of getting you up to speed. It's, it's Bludgeon, is uh, the first couple pages, you have Bludgeon going one to one with, with Cup, and it's like the old Star Trek Next Generation. It turns out to be a uh, simulation. And then he just eases you into the story. It's really good. So two, three issues, 81, 82, and a free comic book day issue. Get them. If, you, if you're not a fan of the Transformers, you will be. If you have read Marvel's Transformers in the past, it's like going home. He does not miss a beat. Do it. Buy this the buy book. I tell you, IDW are curling my freaking toes lately.
2: Publisher. Today, yeah, man. man.
1: I don't know, maybe. Maybe, right? But, I mean, I'm a huge Transformers fan. So huge. You get huge. Yeah, uh, there's even a sequence in the Marvel uh, towards the end where um, our buddy Spike merges with uh, Fortress Maximus. They, remember the Headmasters? Yeah, of course. Yes. So. Spike is the damn head. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's it's, it's awesome. And you can get those. I think IDW is reprinting the, the Marvel issues in a series called Classic Transformers. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's like five volumes to date. It's not going to cost you. The the last five or six issues of Transformers go for fairly decent money because the circulation was so damn low at that point. Right, right. Yeah. But uh Trans more than meets the eye, dude. That's more really than
2: cool. meets the eye. Nice. You know it's you, you know it's really impressing me every time I I surf the uh TV stations um has anybody watched the Tron Uprising cartoon?
3: Mm
2: Yeah, it's I, a million
1: I, times better than the friggin' movie.
2: Well yeah, that, that that I believe. I still haven't watched the 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 sequel, but I am really I mean the animation is, is slick. The story's pretty cool. It it's but I'm I mean, I end up stopping whatever I'm doing while I'm surfing the channels and, and I stop on that. It pretty much has me for however much time is left in, in the episode. But Jason's turn.
3: Uh
0: well my, my intro was uh was was a little hint. I figured Vince would uh, always be ready to talk about this, which is uh Beanworld three point five. Oh, I read it too. Yeah. I know you did. So I ordered this um not realizing that it was a reprint collection. Most of it. Yeah, I didn't realize yeah. that. But but I hadn't read the stuff that it was originally in. So to me it was like brand new stuff. But um you know, it's 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 uh, it's like going uh, going back to like the same comfortable little space. I mean, I don't know that I came away thinking it was um, you know diametrically different or ground relative to the other three volumes of of Beanworld, but but right. uh, it was you know more of the Larry Martyr goodness. Um, I mean, I, I was gonna get really curious to get your thoughts as to whether or not you you, you thought there was anything like materially different in this that. I mean, it didn't. It didn't fuel to me. It's been a while since I read the other stuff, but it didn't feel to me like this was really breaking any new ground per se. Right. Um. But it, you know. But it looked good. It was fun. I mean. Again, it's always nice to revisit that world. Um. You know. I. I. I, I don't know. I just didn't feel like it was. It, it just felt like it was like a, almost like B sides to to the universe that we've already been exposed to.
1: I mean. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, but let's tell them what's in here before we we get into it. Uh. The, remember, last year's Bean World Christmas special from Dark Horse is in here. The uh, Dark Horse Online stuff, right?
0: Dark Horse Presents Online, Dark, yeah. Dark
1: Horse Presents uh, Online stuff is in here. And Larry, what he did was he um, he created bridges between all these stories. Uh, and, that, and that those are the new sections where he, like little tiny, uh, almost unnoticeable segues where where he links all of these stories together in in a in one thematic uh it reads like one story doesn't it mm hmm mm-hmm. I, I i thought i was very impressed at how he uh he melded all these things together um uh let's see I'm, there, there's an afterword in here that really explains everything uh that that Larry did with this what do I think about this book jesus it's bean it's bean world right um I think it focuses a lot there's I agree with you there's nothing really new in here uh it's it's more of the process of being world right mm-hmm. uh with the addition of the cuties uh that that's probably the newest aspect of these things right it is 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 the little cuties um but the thing that got me was the very first uh while we was eaten where you have uh, Mr. Spook, and they're, they're in the midst of the old chow down, right? After a, a nice uh, uh, a hunt, uh, they've retrieved their chow, and they're, they're beginning to feast. They're in the pool, soaking it up, literally. Uh, and something appears, and it's just like the introduction of chaos into Bean World, where where you have this, this this process that that without fail operates like like a a clockwork beast, uh, you 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 have Mister um, Mr., uh, Mister Spook and, and the, the you know the the, the uh, Chow Retrievers that, that go into the Hoy Polloi and they do their thing and they bring it back and everyone has a function but then you have the introduction to chaos. into this uh process and what happens well you you see what what happens in this thing mr uh mr spook steps up and and he is like the uh the agent for order and and he squashes the uh the lump in the carpet (laughs) so to speak uh and and he rallies the troops and it's just it's there's safeguards built into this um built into the process and i love the design of this thing this this tentacled um floating aztec being yeah road. it's weird it, it uh, right
0: it, it, it's uh
1: kirby-esque it's,
0: it yeah it looks sort of like a like a combination of like a an incan or a mayan sort of like rune as well as like a little bit of a machinery I mean, he goes um, down
1: pretty easy doesn't he
0: yeah, but it's—I mean—it's sort of an allegory for a bully, right? Like you know, like yeah, like you know, bullies are tough until you you punch him in the nose and then he runs off crying, you know? Yeah. Um. So there's a little, you know, I thought that was kind of the, the thing that fascinated me about this, having read this and sort of getting reintroduced to it is, I—it's such a creative thing, but at the same point in time, I've never really bothered to think through like what Larry's motivation is, like it's,
1: if they're simple,
0: you know. Yeah. Like is he is he is he trying to make a, a bigger statement or or is he just having fun with it you know
1: mm, no I would almost guarantee that there's a statement being made but the thing is I I think he he's um, seasoned uh, enough as a writer to give you the raw material to make your own statement that's that's what I, I think is the most brilliant thing about Beanworld is all the parts are there but he doesn't cram them down your throat. He, mm-hmm. he he lets you come to the conclusion and and uh, there's I don't think there's a wrong conclusion at which to arrive with Beanworld. Everyone sees it in in a different way. I mean, it is a process and you have these characters that obviously they stand for, you know, um Professor Garbanzo is is for the, you know, the 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 technological, the research aspect of it. And and Beanish is the dreamer and the artist and the has his muse and and and, and it, and what it means is, I almost don't like to talk about Bean World a lot mm-hmm. Be, because a, you you internalize these characters and their function, and they operate in this closed system. And to to talk about them, kind of, I mean, words fail for a lot of this stuff, and that's not a cop out. It's really not. Uh, that that I, that's why I don't think uh, when 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 they're. When they, they they act out their various roles, it works really well for me. But when something is described, I feel like it's almost too much information. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I would say that uh, of the stories that are in there, my favorite was probably the second one, Every Cutie Deserves a Toy.
1: <laughs> um,
0: you know, the cuties basically, like, don't interact with each other. When they they look at each other, they fall asleep.
1: And why is that, though? Why?
0: yeah well, I mean what? I'm guessing it's be- see, I took it and then maybe because I have young, 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 ki- young boys at home, I took it to mean that uh you know kids are self-centered and they're they're bored of things that aren't themselves, you know like they're they're just it's not they're not really they're so they're not empathetic, they're not really social creatures yet their their whole universe is driven by them. Are they being happy? Are they getting what they want? Are they satisfied
1: but you but I, I mean? think I think as cuties they're more free than they'll ever be. Because once they grow up, they're part of the process. Right now, they right, exist well, we outside see, yeah. of the process, you know? So
0: Right, and then they, it, the whole thing is that they, they they need to have toys to basically... Right, do, right.
1: Yeah. The action effigies. <laughs>
0: yeah, which just awesome action figures they call action effigies.
1: Dude, the boomer band kills me. I Whenever the boomer band come, comes on, I read their dialogue out loud. <laughs> I, I, I can't just like... You know, in, 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 silently parse their their words. I gotta say them out loud because there's like a there, there's a a meter to their thing, as a band should speak in 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 some kind of rhythmic. You know, a, I, I don't want to even attempt it now because I love to have fun with it, and it's my fun. It's not it's not to share. Oh, <laughs> oh. It's not freaking love, it's not. and and you we have to remind people that this is the only entirely uh, in color bean world, right? Uh, Yep. I'm pretty sure, right?
0: Uh, Yeah, you're probably right.
1: Let me check. I just want to make sure. I got them all right here on the shrine. Shrine to Mr. Martyr. Martyr. Yeah, everything's in, everything's in black and white. There you go. My daughter draws me pictures and I use them as Bean World bookmarkers. Your mother
0: and your father and your daughter.
1: Volume one, two, and three are all in black and white, as was the original uh, a Bean out. World. So, this is the only entirely in color Technicolor Bean World available. And uh, you must add it to your library. I mean, uh, yeah. Bean, I, I know I've I've got flack from some people, but I don't really give a shit. Uh, Bean, <laughs> Bean World is up there. Uh, with Watchmen and Dark Knight Returns. It, it is one of the greatest works of, of comic art ever. Well, I, for those that I've,
0: think you're, you're prone to hyperbole, let's remind them that you have a tattoo of it on your body, so clearly you're not. <laughs> this isn't hyperbole <laughs> no. from your end.
1: <laughs> no, it's not. I I think it's up there conceptually, visually. Um, it's it 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 holds its own with with both Watchmen and and Dark Knight Returns. And if you don't believe me, then why don't you just read the damn thing? Go ahead, go out and try it. See if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's more about the creation process too. I mean that may that's probably why I, I've latched on to Beanworld for. Uh, I mean so. Well, I think it's because you're such a so spiritual strongly. man. Hey, I, I am. Uh, but you are. You are right. I am a spiritual dude, um, and, and I also like to think of myself as a as a creative dude. And and Bean World is just constant creation. That's part of the process. It's creation, destruction, and and Beanish is my dude.
0: Your dude. Yeah.
1: So did you love it, Jason, or were you a little bit?
0: Well, I no, I enjoyed it. I mean, I, I just like I said, I I I felt like it was uh just. I don't know. It's like um. I felt it was like you, you have a favorite TV show and you feel like you've seen it all and then all of a sudden you're you're like, oh, wait, did I see this episode? And then you watch it and you're like, oh, I never saw that episode, I don't think. Oh, cool. You know, like I just, I felt like it was like bringing me back to a place that I really enjoyed and um, it was, I think, like 64 pages or something. So it was like quick and I was like, oh, this is good, you know? I mean, Bean World rocks. And then it was over, you know? Like, I mean, I, I just I thought it was, more of this you know martyrs it's it's the whole the whole the whole of bean world is an amazingly accomplished fun work so it's it just kind of fit right in you know i don't uh, it is
1: a pretty good primer i mean if you're hesitant to try bean world based on the cover prices of the black and white collections this thing was only 14.95 or 14.99 well, yeah, uh, I mean,
0: it's 64 pages, so it's...
1: And it is a hardcover, though, too. And it's in color. It's completely mm-hmm. in color. So, you know, pretty colors. Ooh, maybe it'll attract the rubes and, and get them in the bean world. Uh, the, rubes. the rubes. But, I, I, I you know, I, I must have read this thing four or five times, and it's, I think it's the last page that gets me all the time. Where uh, you yeah, have Beanish and Professor Garbanzo and, and pr- the prof says, my mysteries go on and on and they're never resolved. I'll never stop looking for the hidden truth. Someday mm-hmm. I'll find that something more. <laughs> who can't relate to that? Is there anybody who can't relate to that? Th- you have a creature that's basically a, a, an anth- a circle with legs, with, with stick legs and, and a, a pointy hat and and uh, another character that's just b- another oval with spikes and and they're they're speaking these universal truths. I mean it's it's so basic it's it's disgustingly complex at the same time. Come on.
0: Marvel's champion.
1: He is a genius. I I have no doubts right there. Yep. None. None. Let's talk about something else. What do you want to talk about? I don't know. David said, uh, "Let's check the clock." Oh, David said that there's not anything at the uh the big two currently moving him. Okay. All that all that much. I I don't know. I'm I must be missing something because the 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 Marvel Now thing, can you explain it to me? Is it just like let's get popular people on 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 books and and get the word out and get things stirred up? It's not like a a reboot, right? It's just yeah, and I mean att- I think
0: it's 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 uh
1: an attention getting I mean I
0: think their 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 big shake up was to get these long running creative teams to switch books and I think that they probably smartly realized that as much as they run their businesses like it's a creator driven market anymore the the comic buyers really don't think of it like that's not to me like like these days having creator switchbooks isn't in and of itself like an event you know it's not right. enough to so they had i think to smartly make it seem more than that by renumbering the stuff
1: it's not assistant heather's month i mean come on <laughs>
0: but i mean look i mean you know but i'm i'm I, I the 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 effectiveness of like renumbering and marketing shenanigans is is severely lost on me but
1: it, but increasingly, you know, isn't it? Isn't it increasingly lost in the marketplace? So, like, renumbering, does that really work now? We'll
0: find out, right? I mean, it
1: worked for for DC. I mean, but that was a massive sweeping change. Are, yeah, is, well, Mar- is Marvel I mean, doing that with every Like, are they renumbering everything?
0: It seems like they are. I mean...
1: Oh, I didn't know that.
0: It looks like some... I mean, it definitely looks... Look, I mean, we don't... I mean, it looks like, at least based... It looks like there's some pretty significant changes going on, right? Like, I mean, like Mark Wade and... Lionel use Hulk seems like a completely different
1: very pretty. Yeah. yeah. Very pretty um, looking.
0: But uh, that Deadpool cover by uh by um um
1: Johnson?
2: Tony Moore?
0: No, um,
2: Is it Tony Moore?
0: Uh no, uh hard boiled uh, uh oh, Jeff Arrow? Jeff Arrow. Uh is amazing. I mean, it's a beautiful cover. Um but no, look, I mean, I think it, it I I just don't think it's just like anything else these are just new creators on these books and you need to judge them each on on, on their own merits I don't think that you know yeah. as like a grand thing I don't think there's much to be made of it I think you just have to take each one for what it is and decide if it if it floats your boat you know I don't I, it just
1: doesn't I, I, I hate to say this but I, I, I'm thinking I've, I'm have i outgrowing uh, Marvel and DC not so much DC I'm, I'm still reading the DC stuff in trade yeah uh, and and a lot of it is really clicking, right? But Marvel makes all these annou- announcements, and I just I, I have to be honest, I don't care. I, mm-hmm. I hear them, and it's just like yeah. See, I don't whatever. even hear them.
2: I don't I don't go to, I've I've stopped going to the um going to the news sites or checking out the feed for. I just I when I I want to be it it's you can't avoid it
1: on the Twitter though.
2: Well, th- th- I've been lucky, but there really? are times where, yeah, because um, I, I have, I have no problem these days un- unfollowing people. But the, um, <gasps> the, I know you don't, but I
1: can't. I feel bad when I unfollow people.
2: Oh, I'm not. Anyway, the uh, <laughs> no, I was going to go in another direction. I've just, I, I, um, I, I don't get previews. I don't, um i don't read solicits so i just when when i read the book i try to go in as as blind as possible i just i don't want to know i I don't want to read interviews with you know well this is where we're going and over this 12 issues we're gonna have you know highs and lows and and you're never gonna see them the same way i just i want to read the story i want to i'm up well we'll say yeah i think there's a
0: lot of truth to that in the sense that uh since I got away from, you know, writing, like, the iFanboy articles and stuff about the industry and just NF2 and have, have really stopped, like, going to the websites and stuff, I, I have found that I'm enjoying books a lot more just because, you know, I mean, there is something to be said about, like, seeing the sausage made. It's not – it's yep. – it can it can lure you in, but it, it, it does come at the expense of just experiencing the work for the work, you know? I mean, uh, you know, I don't read Hollywood Reporter to find out, like, who the head writer is on the shows I watch and if it changes, you know, I just – I judge the show as if it entertains me, and I'm finding that at least I, I I think that that my getting away from a lot of that has helped me enjoy a lot of these books more than I would have otherwise. Yeah, um, but yeah,
1: uh, you know, it's, it's weird. We we poo pooed on licensed products in the past. I mean, growing up collecting licensed books were like if you had any money left over and there was nothing mm-hmm. else on the stands, yeah, maybe I'll try one of those. But mm-hmm. it's odd and a little bit it's very strange that the licensed books right now are the ones that are really floating my boat that's cool and i i can go down the list transformers from idw kiss marceline and the scream queens adventure time from boom uh spongebob from 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 uh, united plankton is a great I, I know jason doesn't like it but it's it's a great comic i mean the simpsons books are just phenomenal uh sonic at archie there's not a bad sonic book from archie conan Uh, mega man conan yeah it's just uh it just seems like the licensed books these days are just really sharp
0: (laughs) See, i'm not yeah i'm not feeling that i mean a couple of those books i'm enjoying but i but i'm not i'm still not seeing like licensed comics as like because i've gotten off the gi joe tip i'm I'm not like yeah. Just, oh, yeah. Like, well, I, I, I don't think it's Conan. universal.
1: I dropped the GI books I, am, book
0: I am enjoying Conan. Uh, I do enjoy the Sonic books, but but uh, I mean, for me, it's 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 the you know it's 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 really is the you know I know there's been some talk that like the Kirkman manifesto is like the time has come, and I, I but I do think there's some. Merit to that. I mean, between the stuff that's coming out on Kickstarter and the, and between the stuff that Image is doing and some other smaller, I mean, that's exciting me. You know, I mean, that's that. You know, things like the Massive. I mean, that's that's exciting. Yeah. Saga yeah, is exciting. Well, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Profit, Profit is exciting. See you
1: know, what they're um, what they're offering. Saga first uh, oh. trade. Yeah, yeah. The, the first six issues, nine ninety five
2: for American six Vampire issues. Is oh, okay. Like, there's
0: just a lot nice. of exciting stuff. I mean, yeah. the uh, the first issue of the New American Vampire uh, miniseries. I mean, it's Brings a character into it that that had you told me at the beginning of the series this character was going to be, and they' would be like, "What? Hitler." But but
2: now I'm like, "Oh, damn, that's pretty cool." It's not Hitler. The, the um and it's no. and, and it's and, and Jason's absolutely right because the, the the books he's mentioned, Massive Saga, American Vampire. I mean, I, I read those and and there are haunt. things that that um, haunt. Come on. Oh yeah, see, but that's the thing. I mean, yeah. with well, yeah, now with haunt, it's like they're they're just. Things are so unpredictable, and I'm not going to stop stop reading Amazing Spider-Man. I know, you know, he's he's going to pick up the machinery off his back. He's going to beat Lizard. He's going to, you know, it, it's Spider-Man. Nothing's nothing severe is going to happen mm-hmm. these days. That won't be fixed. But I still enjoy my Spider-Man. I still might enjoy my Punisher, my Daredevil, and 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 I. I'm a big fan of those characters, of the stories mm-hmm. being told, but I, I, I love the unpredictability of the other books, the, the, the books yes. that they're just, they're, yes. they're not, they're not and That's dumb. the
1: thing. I guess I should have prefaced my comments with, I don't even have the desire to read them anymore. Well, like I, you know, I, you I walk do... into the shop and I know you guys have praised Uncanny X-Force, Mm-hmm. And and, yep. you, and my my man Chris Bacallo, is on Wolverine and the X Men. Like I go over, I thumb through them, and I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. I have no absolutely yeah. no cool. desire I mean, to read them.
0: See, it's funny because like I don't like when you ask to talk about something. Like I I've really for the last month I've been reading a ton of Marvel. Like I've been catching up on a lot of the series. that have been stacked up, and I've been enjoying most of it. But I mean, there's not a lot to say about it. I mean, you know, like I, I caught up on New Mutants and on Candy this this week and. You know, there were moments I definitely enjoyed, and uh, but but I don't know that I have anything like revolutionary to say about them. You know, like I don't know that I could be like, oh, you got to read this because. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, I think they're like comfort food. But I oh, wanted to yeah, – yeah. this, this brings up something that I was thinking about, and I'm glad you reminded me because I did want to – sort of a, just a, a, to- a talking point. You know, we're like two-thirds of the way – well, I guess maybe three-fifths of the way through AVX um, – you know, and, and, and it it had me thinking, and let me see if you guys can get with this, but I was thinking about like, why is it like, everybody's real on this whole, like, well, events fatigue and like, oh, here's another, you know, and, and I think there's some truth to the idea that events aren't resonating, but I, I've, I've been fascinated as to why, and I'm wondering if, if we're coming at the why in the wrong way, and, and, and so this is what I'm getting at. I'm beginning to think that, it's maybe not so much the events themselves that are letting us down, but it's that when, like, events used to happen, most of the people that were vibing on the event were reading big chunks of, of the books that led into those events. You know, like, like if it was a, a Marvel-wide thing, you were reading a lot of those Marvel books leading up to it. Whereas now, you know, a lot of people, like, tune into these events and they they either are choosing not to or aren't typically reading a lot of the like stuff in the in the concurrent series, and so they're feeling like the event doesn't do its job. But maybe it's because they're not reading the books leading into the event. So because and I say this because like if I just judged AVX on its own, it's like it's just boring to me. Like it's just, it's not and it's really sort of the antithesis of what an event's supposed to be, which is exciting, right and significant. But then I, I'm catching up on Wolverine, and the X Men, and Uncanny in the last few weeks, and there's a lot of stuff that led up to and is concurrent with AVX. That's pretty groovy. Like it's pretty, and and I think it gives context to the event. And I know a lot of people complain about, well, you know, the thing about event days, you got to read the other books too, and and but maybe it's not so much that you have to now. Maybe it's that we you always did, but the difference is people aren't reading these books anymore. You know what I mean? Like like. We used to all read Spider-Man and Avengers and X-Men all the time, and so if an event came along, it was like, "Oh,
1: cool!" Because but, they were seventy-five cents a copy.
0: Yeah, yeah. But uh, but, but now uh, you're like, well. you may you may be reading one of this or one of that, but you're not reading all of them, and so it feels like burdensome. Whereas before, it didn't feel burdensome because you were just doing it anyway. So you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's it, it's it's a different path to the same conclusion, which is that the events aren't feeling satisfying. But maybe it's not because the events aren't doing their job. Not sure that the events themselves have changed all that much. I'm just, I feel like maybe the expectation or the realization that, that you're reading all the supporting materials has just gone away, you know?
1: I think there's a component of stupidity built in to every event. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm not calling people stupid, but I'm saying that there is a publish, publisher side, um, hope that there would, will be a significant amount of people out there stupid enough to buy every single issue with this banner on top of it for whatever given event it is. Now, I mean, honestly, if you have to buy 60 issues to just to read a story or to get the, the full 360 degree panoramic view of this story, you're kind of dumb for spending all that money on what is essentially throw you know throw away culture it is i I love art i I love the way comics are uh, printed and published and and i love the whole thing about them but if you're buying 60 issues to get one damn story you really should rethink your priorities right and and that's why i i think a lot of the mystique of the event is going away because with each successive event there's there's less and less people willing to spend that kind of money on these these silly stories that go on forever
0: i I, I think there's more to it than that though i also think it's that um you know we're 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 the because the core audience is is the same audience Mm -hmm. you know there's the there's like the um it's like we're neo and we're looking at the matrix and we're seeing if what it is now you know yeah. like it's it's hard even if you're trying not to it's hard not to see the formula right because we've experienced it before right it's like you 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 so you see that you see all the beats it just feels familiar and familiarity is not exciting right so well, it's,
1: there's a point where it's always going to feel familiar because well, they, sure. they, you and you, you know is, you you have decades of of character history uh, well, that, that that's right. Found- and, and, and
0: and again, this gets back to, you know, the, the the comics industry wasn't built on the premise that the same guys would be reading these characters for 30 years. That wasn't the idea. Right? The idea right. was that, that every few years, a new cycle of younger people would come in to read and it would be new. So if they told a Spider-Man origin story every three or four years, it would be cool because that would be the, someone else's first Spider-Man origin. The problem is now we're all reading it over and over again, right? So that that's really, I think, an issue. And I think with events, you know, I view events now as basically a shuffling of the deck chairs to set up for the next year of status quo in the broader universe, right? Like with AVX, something's going to happen, whether it's, you know, whatever the it that they're promising is going to happen, that will lead to a year's worth of stories in those books, right? Like, whatever that status quo may be, whether it's that mutants are, you know, back prolific or whether it's that... You know, Cyclops is a big. You know, whatever. I have no idea what. But whatever the the conclusion is, that will have some impact on the next year of status quo, right? I mean, that's the- it's
1: it's a catch twenty two, isn't it? Because they they've um, earned their reputation based on certain characters, but they're perceived as boring because they're dealing with characters that have been around um for for decades and it's the characters that gave them their reputation so it's uh, how do how do you break away from tradition and still retain yeah we're marvel we're the guys that published spider-man
0: i mean you can do it because like i said i mean i I thought like hickman's ff issues that you know after he got wrapped up his big story in the last few months he's just been doing like little one-offs like i thought they were terrific i mean there's this one where where uh, Johnny Storm has moved in with 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 Peter and like, and it's, he's just driving Peter nuts. You know, it's like it's like an odd couple thing, and uh, you know, like like, you know, he walks in to, he goes to open his closet and, like the negative zones in there. You know, and he goes <laughs> in his bathroom and Anil is an on the toilet taking a crap. You know, and um, you know, there's a scene where where uh, uh, f- um, uh, Johnny's uh, implying that he just banged MJ. And you know, but they're doing it. They're doing it just to just to, just to f with 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 yeah. Peter. Better hit Peter the clinic. Work I don't, I don't even think.
1: I don't even think the supernova flames are going to burn that stank off him. All right,
0: stop. <laughs> so you know, the, he walks in from a long day at work, and 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 the house is full of big party, and it's like, like all different like people from like, you know, like random characters, including like. Like, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, and, uh, and, uh, like a female Yondu, like the female, like she's like all up on Pete, you know, like it's, it was very funny. It was, it was clever and cute and a one-off and funny. And like, those are fun to read, you know? But the question is, it's like, you know, it used to be, again, if you were, you would like read them all and, and you'd kind of come to the conclusion, like sometimes an issue wouldn't be that great. But these days people are so trained that like, they're just going to like drop a book like, ah, I'm going to drop it for a while. And then you, maybe you come back to it. Like maybe your friend says, oh, you know, it's FS been good. you should give it a try. But, you know, it's not like pressing anymore, so you may not come back to it. It, You may. Who knows? Um, Um,
1: I'm telling you, there will be less reader attrition if they stop publishing the damn books in a 20-page monthly serialized format and tell complete stories every other month. Or every every th- you know what I mean like cycle your publishing output where this month you publish amazing Spider-Man and it's like a sixty-four to an eighty, eighty whatever page story like maybe a four-issue limited series right? Well, get, I mean get, I know you
0: say that you're not the first one to say that but like what evidence do you have that that's true? Because anthologies buying or buying monthly issues is here. a friggin'
1: drag. I'm not saying an anthology. Just publish even if you just want to do Fantastic Four. Tell a tell a complete story. In, in three, four issues and just publish that. Uh, a one, a one, not a one shot, but even if you want to do it in, in, in succession, just publish that. This monthly 20 page bullshit that's been going on for decades. The, the average reader, I'm not saying average, meaning average comic book reader, because we've been trained to buy like this. People outside the hobby look at that like, what? Really? I just want to read. Why do you think the trades of The Walking Dead sell so much more than the single issues? Even though they're serialized, right? Because people want more. Your, your 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 layman wants more than 20 damn pages of a story, especially for $4, right?
0: Yeah, I think the price has a lot to do with it. I mean, I think the price is a gating factor for, for new readers. You know, I do. I mean, I just, uh, like I said, I mean, my cousin is 14 now. And he likes comics like i've given him many comics over the years to read, you know and he likes them, but you know he's thirteen. he's fourteen he he doesn't have a job and he you know he can't you know he can't like to him four dollars is like he can't you know that's not happening
1: yeah. you know it's it's okay to say goodbye to a format like I, I'm I'm not about to fire up the Super 8 projector and watch all my Castle films. You know what I mean? There, there's video now, on demand. Well, yeah, you can get it on the internet, right? right
2: so, so there's the convenience for that, and, and, and people are buying their books digitally. But, I mean, as far as abandoning a format that is so familiar, just having – I mean, you get your books – delivered to you every month so it's not mm-hmm. like you're, you're going to the lcs and oh all right, i gotta get to the but car, i do I you still do i mean I, I love mean, getting real- my i love getting my shipment every week dude. exactly so it's I like it. and there's i mean there are still i mean i i love the books i love that store- I still even
0: have. yeah even though i have a big regina pile i love every couple of weeks sorting through it and make re it and, yeah, and I, 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 that still makes I'm me happy i'm not shitting on yes. the
1: periodical I, I i love comics but i've loved comics for decades i'm just saying maybe it's time to look at other options right <laughs>
0: Well, I think again, I think you're you're seeing other options right now. I think uh I, I mean but what about think, the season
2: one format?
0: The season one is a done in one There track. you go, that's cool. Oh. But I also think that digital is changing the paradigm. Yes, you know, just look at every other digital revolution. People poo-poo the significance of digital and then all of a sudden they wake up and it's like ten times larger than they thought it would be a year later. And that's happened with them I mean, you know, it wasn't long ago we were saying, Oh, digital's five, six million bucks. It's it's what is it? I think it's like on its way to what seventy million dollars this year. That's yeah, a lot of money, con- dude. It's,
1: it's right because it's convenient and, with a couple of exceptions, uh, it's it's affordable, right? For the most uh, part. Well, I mean, it, you, it's you can no still get stuff for price. a buck. Well, you can still get books for a buck ninety nine. You don't have to get them right when they're published, right? You know, um, so it, it's. You, it's we, I, think I mean, it's but more we get.
0: Our, I mean, I get my single books. I get my print books for buck ninety nine, right? Like, I don't. I mean, I don't pay three, four bucks. Well, out. right,
1: but you know, uh, I'm. I'm. A lot of people aren't into the, or, or aren't savvy to the whole. You don't have to pay the price on the cover. How are many they? people?
2: I don't know, dude. Amazon I, d- seems to do pretty well. I was saying,
1: are they? Well, I mean, no, right, right. Do, does, I, anyone,
0: uh, does anyone on the earth buy comic book trades at full cover price? Seriously,
1: the, I mean. Well, what happened to? Well, obviously they want a business, but like I've seen people buy comics at Books a Million, and they're they're paying well, pretty pretty close. To you're
0: talking about. I mean, that's a that's a random chunk of. I mean, like they, the majority they of people are have regularly a, buying comics. How books about or Toys
1: R Us? Toys R Us have comics now. Who the Again, the you're buy them about there a tiny tiny channel,
0: and yeah, and I mean that's an just, impulse buy because- a kid is getting a to- an action figure and he sees right a what I'm saying is or, there, there are says, mommy daddy can I have some that? I mean that's not
1: some people buy them that way, right uh,
0: some some people also like me spend two dollars at a bodega for a twenty ounce soda every day, even though I know I could buy a two liter bottle for half the price I mean that's Dude, that's not that's a why convenience do you do that
1: <laughs> why do you do that? I buy five of' them a day. <laughs> <laughs> You're making my skin crawl. You know you can get it cheaper. Why just bring dude, a bottle of work I with spent you?
0: Fifty dollars a week on twenty of soda. Uh huh.
2: You're killing me. That's so it's foolish. Like I'm a, it's
0: like I'm a chain smoker and I don't smoke. Oh, it's foolish. I, it's I still so foolish. Foolishness. I know and it every is. Today I tell myself, "Why am I doing this?" But then I'm like, "I need my Dr. Pepper." I need
2: my diet Dr. Pepper.
1: My DDP. Well, we, we are creatures of habit.
2: Yeah, like Diamond Dallas Page. You need my DDP. DDP. Got to get yogurt up. The uh, but I mean as far as I was saying with 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 avoiding news and and the solicits and things like that is it it it's I just I like giving the creators the well not I don't think benefit of doubt is the right phrase but I just I I want to respect the story they're telling and I don't need to find little I don't need to know what they're planning on doing I'll just I. I Take the package at face value whatever happens between those covers, that's what I want to experience and I don't I, nice. I don't want that spoiled from from outside sources
1: almost impossible these days
2: I don't think so I got to say
0: like I, Plus, I think it, I'm sorry I, I, for I, I, people like I, I've been able to avoid, like' I'm so, I'm, I've been pleasantly surprised the last few months how easy it's been for me to avoid most major stuff
1: I right but I, you're not going on the Twitter for the most part.
0: I've seen no, you on the Twitter. I'm just oh, not. Yeah, I'm yeah. not uh, like I'm just not. You know, Pay I'm attention.
1: not I'm, uh, that
0: stuff. You know, I'm not. Like I'm not mm. looking for it. You know. Right. And not. I,
2: I just, it's, it's. I'm not. You know, I, I, I know kind of who to, who to avoid we'll say, I mean, because I, I know, and I was I was I was right with Jason it was Truth. Sunday night, this past Sunday or the Sunday before, and Jason tweeted and I was just like, for real, he was like well I guess I kind of have to stay away from Twitter on Sunday nights during new Breaking Bad episodes and it's like, <laughs> oh somebody I, spoiled I, it, don't, don't say, don't, no it's just, it's ridiculous, it's like, it's like I just saw this, I need to let the world know I, I saw it, on the Twitter, I'm yeah like, no it's I, it's like dude, just I four, I don't mess
1: around with Breaking Bad, nah.
0: like four of the first tweets in my stream were talking about the episode, it was just happening.
2: And As I'm it like, was happening,
0: what? yeah. I'm like, dude, I mean, come on. I
2: mean, what? So I just so no. I can't, I can't. I can't have that. And that's why I'm able to just say, okay, unfollow. I just, I don't. You know, you can tell whoever you want to tell. I don't need to be part of that circle. And I'm. I'm yeah. Uh, you know, no, I'll,
1: I, I'll, I'm with you there. If somebody spoils Breaking Bad for me, I'm gonna unfollow them. I don't care if it's my mom.
2: I, it, well, it, it, I, it's, I would un- Well, dude, yeah. your mom's on the Twitter. <laughs> yeah. The Digits. Yep. So the uh, grandma B... <laughs> <laughs> be, what is team. this thing? So, but as as um, I see Jesus. Like saying, no, it's 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 not it's not too difficult to avoid spoilers. But I mean, if I'm reading shit that came out like five years ago, anything anybody wants to talk about now, by the time I get to it, it it's not going to really be newsworthy anyway. So
1: Doug I'm, Ramsey. I'm,
2: you know, I've also kind of come around to the David thing. Like, like I used to make fun of him for this, but I got to give him his
0: props <laughs> now. Like, no, no, no. In the sense that uh, it's it's easier to, at least for me, to read stuff like on my own time. In the sense that, like, you can it's easier to judge it for what it is. You know what I mean? Like, for example, like if you if I like I just read you know, ten issues of Uncanny X Men. It's so much easier to judge them for what for what they are than if I'm talking about them as they come out and and, and how they oh, tie into for, the... the for reals. Now, what is you that? Know?
1: You're and, reading, and, and you're that, reading that, trades, but plays. you're buying I mean, them in are, chunks.
0: There are lots of comics. Where, like there, there have been hundreds, hundreds of comics in the last few months that I've caught up on that have just been like, I almost forget that I read them. Like, I, I couldn't yeah. see and and, and and in a way, because I'm such a creature of habit with buying these books all the time every month... Reading them in chunks like this has made me like if if like with Captain America, like it's like I, I read like two years worth of Captain America in one fell swoop and, and I, I, I can't tell you what happened. Like like Absolutely. a month later I can't even tell you what happened. There, there so there that tells go. me like, okay, I don't need to keep reading Captain America. Like it's just exactly it's, if 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 you read two twenty four issues of it in one sitting, so it's like four trades, and literally a month later I cannot remember enough to tell you if you were to, like what happened I couldn't remember enough to tell you, then it's just not it's not Floating my boat enough to carve out a piece of my mind, ergo, why am I reading it?
1: So I dropped it. You know, it's like, okay, I dropped it. It's fine. But see, the thing is, they already got your money. Now they got your well, money for two years. Well, no, it, it no, is no, it your fault. fault. I, yeah, I it, no, it you're money. right. I, it, it is your fault. But if it were published in a thicker, no, it is know, published.
0: You, you could buy the trades. You go away. I mean, Marvel puts yeah. out every. Marvel's not you DC, buy it, and... the, the second the, the, the arc is done, a trade's coming yeah. out.
1: Yeah, yeah, honest to God, DC's yeah. like, what? That's it's why so when you said, oh, oh I'm way. still
2: reading DC, I'm reading the trades. So you read, like, what, two DC books a year?
1: Honest to God, I, I, I just got the trade uh, for, um, what the hell, Animal Man in my last box? I'm like, really?
2: really? <laughs> 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 and is it just like issues one through five?
1: Yeah, it's like one that's of six, that's, I think.
2: That's, what the hell? That's like, in a year, it's already been a year. That's
1: they just—they <laughs> just solicited the trade for. and I, I know Jason's going to groan, but the dead man thing, the the DC Comics presents. Oh yeah, just yeah. just solicited oh that.
2: oh. See, look at that, look at that. That's 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 synchronous. That's um, that's that's full circle because that that's what we were talking about earlier in the episode that we'll talk about offline. Uh, didn't they release OMAC today? The trade for that. Yeah. I think so. Or yesterday, rather.
1: Too little, too late. Right. <laughs> No, I definitely, I definitely think DC has a, a a real odd way of of doing business as far as uh, you know collected editions go. It's re- and and if if the latest solicitations are any indication, I think they're archive editions. Whatever they call those those archive editions, I think they do call them archive editions, right? Think. They're like seventy four bucks now. Are you serious? Yeah, oh, the, the, wow. there was one one in the previews. It was seventy four dollars. I don't know if it's a longer, uh, a thicker page count or, or or whatever, but like it's yeah, it's a seventy four bucks. Like, wow. Oh man, forget it, forget hmm. it. They're not worth that. But anyway, so, let's get happy. We got to talk about some you know happy what? stuff. I get, all
2: right, check this out. I'm check drawn. It. This is this, this so is something. There you go, Bob Gar. This this is something where uh, that that love you it, maybe Jason. And I can, can take team. I don't know. Mm. I don't know if Vince heard it because of the subject matter. But, um, I, I could not, I could not put this damn book down. It's, it's digital. So I could not stop Mm. swiping my screen. I bought it at the top shelf sale a couple weeks ago, a couple months, uh, about a month ago when San Diego happened. I think I bought it. And, um, and I mentioned of the top shelf books I bought that night, this was, in honor of Jason, um, and it was a not so little book called Super Spy. Yep, yep. Oh, nice. This thing, dude. This I think after some time has passed, I could see myself maybe a year from now going back to this and reading it in order of dossier without because as as if you yes. read it page by page, there it's it's not linear, it's all over the place and right, right. and I love that about this and I think I want to see if I can, you know like the special edition of Memento where you can actually watch it linear, I, I want to see if if it because um, the, the story is still the same but I just if, if there'll be, if it might lack that, that specialness that the way Kent presented it this way um, but I mean there were little things where It's. It. it, I didn't know it was just. I mean, I bought it without reading the the jacket cover or anything like that. So I didn't know it was Mm -hmm. just basically, you know, World War Two and and. and that, I mean, I thought Super Spy was pretty much just going to be about maybe one character. And, and I love, I, I had to chuckle at Super Spy because when we see him again towards the end of the book, he's like, Oh, my belt is reinforced. And I'm, and, and any, and then the sniper hits him and it's just like poof. Mm-hmm. And it was, and, but I can't, <laughs> yeah, sorry. There's, well, it, it, <laughs> poof. I'm not saying what happens, but, um, there's, uh, I, I can't wait. To dig into the lost dossiers, I, I, Mm -hmm. I, um, I'm, I'm definitely gonna, because I I bought them both the same time, and, um, but this was just, I mean, it's, there's, there aren't too many, uh, happy endings, but again, I mean, this is subject matter, is the setting, you're not gonna get too many, um, smiles in a book like this, yeah. I just think that I mean, you, well, again, people know I'm a
0: humongous Kent fan. Uh, I just love everything about what he what he does. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, but um, I mean, Super Spy is such an achievement. I mean, it's 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 52 short stories that you know are like little vignettes, but they they all tie together. You know, and, yes, that's that's impressive. That's and, and 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 people, I think people that don't. Kent is a he, he's one of those guys that like he's very if you've ever heard him interviewed or, or met him he's he's very very meticulous about every aspect of his creations um like to the point I mean he designs the the he designs the covers the trade dress he does all the graphic layouts the design he does the fonts like he's 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 he's, t- he's even said he's he's even acknowledged that it's you know it's almost problematic like he's he's a control freak about it but uh I think it serves him so well, you know. I mean, I just think that uh um he owns his works lock, stock and barrel, and they just they feel so complete because of it. Like it's just it 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 I don't it's hard. It, it, Super spy's the first thing I ever read of his. Um and it still may be his strongest work. I mean, you know, obviously I loved Three Story. It was my it was my, you know, graphic novel of the year that year in the eleven o'clock um, I thought the tooth was awesome, but, you know, that was really a collaboration with Colin Bunn. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the, he did Two Sisters first, and and Two Sisters and Super Spy are basically in the same universe. But Two Sisters was, like, really un unread. He hadn't really gotten his name out there yet, but then has since reprinted it. So I would highly recommend anyone who enjoyed Super Spy to pick up Two Sisters. Okay. Um, but, uh, I mean, the dude is... I think he's one of the better storytellers of, of, his, of his time. I, I think he you know he is uh he's meticulous um there's not a wasted word a wasted page and uh he he i think he strikes a nice balance between the short form being satisfying but being able to make the long form equally satisfying i mean i think that's not not easy to do you know i think that's uh that that's a hard thing for a lot of people in today's day and age
2: there's there are there are over 35 different stories in 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 super spy it's 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 over 320 pages and any one of them could almost be just a little uh, maybe, maybe just a, a, a primer for the world of matkin but it's it's they could pretty much be standalone just on their own however many pages whether it's three pages six pages or 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 20 pages or however long the the Cairo knights i think that was the longest story in in the book um, but they're they they tell you everything you need to know inside those little chapters and mm-hmm. um, and like you said I mean as far as long form I mean when you see how nobody's nobody's really forgotten nobody is I mean the person you see one dude maybe parachute out of a plane and if he decides to go live his life and you think that okay you know he's i'm i'm not doing what they train me to do or i'm just uh, this is me now and then you know and 75 80 100 pages later if you see him again it's like you're just like okay i i and and that maybe that the that, that maybe me just plowing through it maybe that was a benefit because i didn't have a chance To forget anybody. I'm like, Oh, it's the pipe man. Oh, it's the shark. Oh, it's everybody who, and, and, and I was, I was surprised in almost every story. I didn't know where he was going. I didn't know what to expect. That this goes back to the whole unpredictable thing. I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't need to know that. Yeah. Batman's going to beat the owl. I, I obviously, but here you don't know who. I mean, all I'm, as I'm flipping the pages, I'm like, just please please let anchovy just just let him let him live i'll just i'll be happy i don't know if anything's gonna happen anybody else i just i'd want to see somebody just make it out of here and and i just i you know you latch onto a character or two and you just you you hope for the best and 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 you can expect the worst because like it's world war ii but there's there's nothing i you you it really is it was a roller coaster and and, and in a good way there wasn't i i'm i'm very happy that 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 I read this i um i will now get three story because i i haven't read that yet I have the tooth on the nightstand next to me it's 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 going to be bumped up to uh further to the top of the um of the pile but i uh i really i i didn't know what to expect and and i'm i'm just i really really enjoyed it i definitely recommend it
0: yeah I mean yeah, I, I, times two. I, I Kent is uh, he, he's he's amazing, and, and it's you know he hasn't really broken into the you know some of the other like indie darlings of that same era have have kind of broken in big to the mainstream. You know, um, I mean Lemire obviously Lemire and Kent yeah. are good buddies, and he you know they're but but Lemire being the probably the most obvious example, but uh, but uh, Kent um, he's he's made to tell his own stories. I. I um you know, I know he's done a few things for the for the big creators and uh, the big publishers, but uh, I don't know. He seems to be just so at home in his own his own worlds. And um, and three story and, and and the tooth and mind management are, are are different genres, and it just seems like this is a genre where he he's really at home. And, and again, I mean, between super spy and uh, and, and two sisters, I mean, I, I think I'm, I'm I don't remember offhand how big that two sisters is, but I think between them, I, I think it's like five hundred fifty six hundred pages of stuff. Wow. You know, and uh and uh it's um yeah, it's it's really really impressive. I mean, you, for those that don't know his artwork, uh, yeah, he, he's 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 got I guess, you know, you like an indie sensibility. I mean, he's Yes. Not, you know, yeah. He's very distinctive. He's got his own style and it's uh it's it's it um I don't I don't know, Vince, you're always good at describing an artist's style. Like how would you describe Kent's style? Like how would you how would you say it? How would you best describe it, do you think?
1: Hmm. That's a good question.
2: I could definitely see the books at home at, at Fantagraphics if top shelf weren't publishing them. Oh well, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it's, it's one of those styles. It's like, it's, 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 a, it's like, a thumbprint, really. Little like, like, l- clothes, right? like, it's, it's, it's got that, like, yeah, it's, of, yeah it's nowhere thinking. near as tight, though. But yeah, I know what you mean. Right. The name. Yeah. Um, no, no,
0: no, no, right. But I mean, it's it's got that. It's like a thumbprint. Uh,
1: mm-hmm. once, once you, like Lemire, you, you, you see an issue of Sweet Tooth and, uh, for better or worse, you're never going to forget it because that is Lemire speaking on the paper, right? Well, Kent's kind of the same way. I, I think he is very, uh, it's a it's a very expressionistic style. I have to admit, I'm I'm not all that well versed in Kent. I I, I don't have uh, three story. I don't have um, uh, the the bo- the books you're talking about. I don't even have the tooth.
0: Okay, well, I mean, it, it, I mean, I mean Kent I is very like he's 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 um, he's he's economical at times. I mean, he he. I would even go so far to say some of the pages where it's like a lot of different you know panels or grids. It's 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 almost like stick figures. Not quite, but I mean it's it's you know they're not they're not hyper detailed
1: figures. Sometimes I know people know. are digging the mind management. Oh, it's so good, it's yeah, so good, I yeah, know. it's so good. But uh, uh, that's a, a black uh, a blind spot in my huh. my yeah. I I'm, I'm 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 disgusted that I I can say that, but it's true i I haven't sampled all that much matt kent
2: some of the stories look like they could be right at home in in the newspaper as a four panel strip and and mm -hmm. and there are things and there's no um it's there there's no static format there 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 could be one chapter where there's 16 panels on a page and there are other stories where you know you just like like any of the stories that have to do with Polly, which is a children's book, and um, and it's it's laid out that way, or or looking through through codes in a comic strip, and there and it's not like aside from when you see Super Spy, there really aren't too many um, non well even even back then, I mean, there, there were things that that were going on where you might find hard to believe that that they could do. These things, but, um, it's really not so much about, um, the spies arsenal. It's, it's, it really is, it, it's about the people who, um, who get recruited, who, who become spies, who get trained, and, and whether, um, some of the stories were just, I, I, there were some that, uh, you, I'm trying not to spoil anything. Uh, the one where all the old man wanted to do with his life was to be a spy, and he finally was able to um, help out the government. And 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 it's just and it's and Kins style, his art works, and in a way where um, you might have to go back. And see if, if, if what, if what you saw actually really did happen. Like, 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 was this dude really swimming in the water? And, and, and it's, and, but it really, it's, it's a book that, and I don't know if a lot of people are, are big on, on the subject matter. I'm not, I'm not a big war buff. I'm not, uh, I'll, I'll watch some movies, um, haven't seen, a whole lot of episodes of band of brothers i can only get through so much of of saving private ryan things like that so the the war aspect of it i'm happy that we don't see a lot of um guys in 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 uh in uniform and 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 storming beaches and things like that it's 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 um it's unique. I just – there really is no other way I, I, I can
0: – Yeah, I mean, right. This is more like the espionage that's taking exactly, place in like, yes. cafes and, like, office buildings and alleyways. This is, you know, stealing secret codes and, and getting information out across the border. If like you like the is, Bourne yeah. Identity,
2: you probably like this.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. Or if you like Spy versus Spy.
1: Yeah. How could you not like Spy versus Spy? Right? I know.
2: And he he tells he tells stories from from both sides. Really, it's it's not yeah, yeah it's, exactly. Yeah. It's,
1: it's well, you know it's it's extremely difficult to do a a, a short done in one than it is to do a you know a twenty four issue maxi series, right? It's, it the, the short stories are hard to write. So if you're here saying there's how many 56? Well,
0: the between between two sisters and super spy, there are fifty two interconnected
1: stories. That's oh, nuts. Okay. That's nuts. Yeah. I got to try this stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, to each his own. I mean, I know this isn't exactly your your,
1: your top-tier genre, so yeah, it's... art is, though, right? I'm learning that.
0: Yeah, but, well, yeah, I mean, but, you know, yeah. comics are art and stories, so that's just because, you know... Yeah. You can come over and look at my Matt Kent commission if you want to just look at the art. There you go.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the, um... <laughs>
3: Baller! <laughs> <laughs>
2: Did, um... And since I, I did buy this off of Comixology, there was um they uh what was they given special if you bought I know Jason I love this. If you bought Scott Pilgrim, they gave a uh for two bucks, you got the uh you got the code to upgrade your version of Scott Pilgrim the color. That's awesome.
0: Oh well no, I, as a matter of fact I have the uh the first color hardcover coming in my next shipment.
2: Sweet. Okay. Yeah, they uh I think um I think it was Bob Gar who who mentioned that on on the Twitter and uh, he uh, Twitter if if yeah so if you bought Childa. Scott Pilgrim then uh, Comixology sent you an email letting you know that you could upgrade to a uh, to the color version.
1: Nice, cool. Yeah. Am am I uh, the only? Like, be honest. Am I unique in in my love of the Transformers? Like you guys really don't care, do you? Just be honest. Uh,
0: well, I I wouldn't say it's high on my I,
2: my list of things that I I like. But the well, last time I read Transformers was when it was issues twenty, thirty, forty something of a four issue miniseries. So yeah. I, I haven't read any of the stuff past Marvel. Well, you, no, the, ever, well, the last thing I read was the
0: uh, the, the, the 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 Guido Guidi stuff because you were raving about it back oh, then, and and uh, so good. I thought it looked beautiful, but but the stories didn't grab me.
1: But it's, see, that's the thing with transformers. You got you guys like like Pat and myself that just absolutely love transformers. Chris Campbell. Yeah. Chris Campbell. And then and then and then there are people who are like, eh. But it's he, like that with GI Joe, right? Like, I mean, it's I, true, I, I mean, right? I
0: love the GI Joe, but but a lot of people are like, eh. I mean, it's.
1: I have a hardcover here. It's called uh, The Matrix Quest, and Simon Furman wrote this too. uh Dwayne Turner Look, does you, an issue. Furman,
0: Furman is to you like like, like Larry Hama is to me, right? Like, right. So, exactly, yeah.
1: right. Dwayne Turner, David did an issue. It's it's horrible. Really? It's horrible. Uh <sighs> it, it's it's like Sienkiewicz, who goes in uh like a bull in a china shop with very little regard for the um the series on which he's working, like, Bill Sienkiewicz is gonna be Bill Sienkiewicz no matter what he works on, right? Because he's Bill he, uh, he He's earned it. But, um, to a certain extent. But you get Dwayne Turner who goes into a series like The Transformers. And it's, it's way too gritty for Transformers. It's too dark. Uh, it's too scratchy. Um, it's, it's just not what you would expect to see in the pages of The Transformers. Especially when the issue before it, was done by jose delbo who is a <sighs> phenomenal artist right did the beatles yellow submarine it has has such a clean distinctive style um that 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 not only suits the the uh the series on which his work he's working but it just plain looks good like you got these guys who just come in and just barrel through i'm gonna do it this way eff it i don't care what i'm working on that, that speaks a lot about your artists too you know what I mean? Because Sienkiewicz, let's be honest, Sienkiewicz does that all the time, does not care uh about the books he's working on. He's Bill damn Sienkiewicz, and he's going to bring that Sienkiewicz sensibility to whatever he's working on. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, right? Right. So there you go. I don't know why I went into that little tiny, but uh, Jose Delbo, oh dear God. You would almost think this one issue was done by Steve Ditko, like- uh, ghost, ghosted by Ditko, it's it's mm-hmm. that close. The, the the language is is Ditko, but the the lines are are Delbo. Nice. Enough about the Transformers, because you know what? We are at the end of our rope. What? Yeah, the end of our run here. What? We 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 are currently at bada bing two hours and two minutes, which oh, means force crap. Yeah, it's time for ah, your travels. Force crap. You know, thank you for being here because this episode has been brought to you by Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com, where you can get your favorite funny books and collectibles at Wumba Discounts. And Wumba is translated into way less than retail, 35 to 75% off your uh, favorite funny books and collectibles. Delivered right to your door by that costumed custodian of the United Parcel Service or FedEx, as it's been going lately. But it doesn't matter. You get them. You don't have to leave your house. In your travels. Wow. Let's see. I'm I'm currently halfway through this. I don't even know if you can get this anymore, but I was going to talk about it this week and I'm going to save it for next week, but I'm reading something called Captain Long Ears by Slave Labor. Remember Slave <laughs> Labor? <laughs> Remember. <laughs> well, yeah. Once in a while they publish stuff. They I think they do mostly digital now, but... Um, this book is written and illustrated by Diana Thung, T H U N G. It is wonderful. Uh, just if you can if you can find it at your local shop, go out and get it. We'll talk about it next week. Captain Longears. It's by slave labor. It's a hundred and wow. It's over a hundred pages, square bound graphic novel, and it's only twelve ninety five. So, bring it. I think you can get it digitally, too. Let's talk about this next week, anybody out there. Do it. Captain okay. Long Ears, go get it. Captain Long
2: ears. Uh It is, well, now it is the second Wednesday of the month. But what um, what came out last Wednesday when we were recording that I forgot to mention. Uh, in your travels, third issue has come out, uh, 116 or so pages for 199 Double Barrel Number Three. Keep wow, they
1: about it. are spitting nice. those things out! Oh yeah, my yeah. goodness! You the main.
2: Xander. Um, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Kevin, Cannon Xander Cannon. Uh, not related. They still doing heck and still doing um crater. What is it? Crater. Uh, see, Renee just walked in the room, so I completely. Oh, she knew. Yeah. she she flashing. <laughs> she. <laughs> I, yeah, I will I will tell Jason. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Is, yeah. Um you have uh <laughs> crater crater 15. Um and there's also uh let's see Q&A as usual. Everything I know about storytelling I learned from Star Wars. They talk about um the original trilogy episodes 4, 5 and 6 mostly. Uh but it is um in in this installment of heck uh he's kind of um switching things up a little bit elliot who was hector's not really his best friend in high school kind of like the hanger on um who in the first chapter you were kind of annoyed by him in the second chapter you kind of figured he got what was coming to him and in the third chapter you realize that um you maybe should have been feeling sorry for him all along. Uh so basically Xander is kind of flipping the script a little bit on 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 who's who's the likable characters and who isn't. So it it again it, it ties into my whole unpredictability thing going on for this week that I got. So um and and creator 15 the the story of of army shanks and I love I love sound effects that are actually well Onomatopoeia, you know, he goes and, and, and he slashes somebody with a sword. The sound effect is, is slash. Or he picks <laughs> up a bag, the sound effects is grab. I mean, it's so simple,
3: but
0: it's so I just, effective,
2: isn't I, it? I love that. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, I mean, it's, it really is. And, and they're having fun doing it. Um, Top Shelf is really, I mean, it, it this is only. This is digital only. So it's not like they have to reformat it or do anything. It's just, it looks sharp as it is in comicsology and it takes up the entire screen on the iPad. So it's not like, it's not like a a Marvel or DC book that you're getting digitally and, and there's a border around it. It's, it's all right there. It looks, it looks really good. And again, it's still 199. Um, you really, it's over a hundred pages. I mean, it, there really is, no reason to, to not give this a shot. So you do get more than just those two stories. They just seem to be having fun, and you can tell that because this is a labor of love, that um, it really does come through the screen.
1: Yeah. Hey, let's remind people that if they um, were wise enough to uh, buy that, uh, what was it, the Ryan Estrada um.
2: Oh, the whole story—the
1: whole story bundle that uh, mm-hmm. was disgustingly uh, well. It was pay what you wanted, right? Yes. Yes. Well, if you uh, bought into that, and you should have the extra added features are now available, like the whole documentary things that they did, and the, mm-hmm. the, the you can you can go in and get those now. But David probably knows more than I do. Um, I, I I just know that they're wonderful, and I haven't made it through all of them yet, but it's so good good stuff
2: the uh was it um i did read oh was it was it the first one was it was it fusion oh shoot one of the fusion ones i read and i absolutely loved it i need to get back to them yes
1: yeah well, there's a lot of pages was it 800 and yeah uh 40 i read uh i have them marked in uh on my machine you know how in in uh, os in Mountain Lion, sorry, you can tag files with different colors on the Mac. Well, when I when I read them, after I read them, I tagged the file names with, like, a, a, a green color, meaning I, I read that one. It's done, mm-hmm. right? So I read uh, uh, Heart of Stonework.
2: Oh, I started that one. Oh, uh, so
1: damn good. It is. Good it God.
2: Is. But Master, yes, pupil. It's like, oh, it's good. It's yeah. good. Mr. Box Brown, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, wow, I, I just got real tired real quick. Hmm. How does that happen?
2: I don't know. Jason has gone this,
1: yet. I know, oh, it's true. Well, what, what is Jason going to bring us in his travels? Well, in your
0: travels, I want to take you back to a little place where anthropomorphic ants rule the, the roost.
3: Wow. Oh. I want to go back
0: to our, our buddy Julian's uh, webcomic, Ants, which is uh, found at Ants, A-N-T-S dot Julian Lytle, which is Julian, J-U-L-I-A-N Lytle, L-Y-T-L-E dot com. He is on, you know, we, we're always praising or saying the need for consistency and for regularity. Julian today put out the 253rd uh, uh, of the series. 253 nice. uh, so far. And and I thought it was good to call it out this week because it's a, it's a standalone. It's a PSA. Julian eh. gives a little PSA today, so I'm going to read the PSA to you, to uh, to, to give people a little flavor of what we're dealing with here. So Julian's uh, he's got a message for us. He says, "Hey, what's going on, True Believers? We're taking a break from the regular to do a new ant's PSA. It's been a while, so bear with your boy, over here. Today's lesson is about what is hating and the difference between good hating and bad hating. So first up is that good hating." Sometimes people are out there confusing critique with hating. See, critiquing is having a well-thought-out reason for disliking or liking something. This should be celebrated, because it can make you more fire. Like a critic reviewing a film shouldn't be demonized or threaded because of a well-reasoned dialogue of some iciness level of something. Now we get to bad hating, or actual hating. See, here's how it goes. This is just dissing something, just for dissing's sake or to make you feel better. Going around just saying something is whack, or I don't know, talking about a young Olympian's hair after they've done won a gold medal (laughs) by being awesome is hating. It helps no one, really. It's like that Fox News swag. (laughs) But but there is one thing to take from bad hating. It's a great gauge of how icy you are. The more you got, the more frozen you are. Don't be a measurement for someone else's iciness. And with that, my people, we out. So Cray. I mean, cray Cray. <laughs> Ju- Ju- uh, you know, Julian is uh, I-, I love this webcomic. Uh it's 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 hilarious, it's witty, it's poignant. You know, it's 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 timely. Like he talks a lot about like modern culture issues that are like happening in the media at the moment. Um and two hundred I mean that's no that's dude, that's that's you know, two hundred fifty three episodes. I mean that's that's a
1: that's a three hundred page book right there. Yeah.
0: So, you know, speaking of that, I mean I've been bugging Julian to to maybe get up on a, a, a Kickstarter campaign, so hopefully he'll take he'll consider that. But uh, but props to him, and also to uh, Kickstarter shout out to our uh, our boy Alan, nice who's, segue, uh, who's 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 Kickstarter the Power Principle. I think has a couple weeks left, so if you if you're thinking about supporting it and you haven't had a chance to do so, you know no better yeah, time okay. than the present. So um. Join me, I guess. And uh, I'm, I'm a backer, so join me in, in backing it. And uh, I know it'll make Alan a very happy young young man if if you support it. So,
1: yep, I'm going to back it too. Yes, indeed. Do it as soon as he gets that time machine and goes back to C2E2 and hangs with us. Remember how he see, wasn't hanging oh, see, with us? We would have we would have yeah. gave him money right then and there. I, I would have <laughs> gave him at least ten dollars. That's later. it. Like, <laughs> you
0: he have talked a pretty about pretty it on the ride home. Hang
2: out with Alan. Now, hey, make
1: make your bed. You make your bed, man. Do
0: you see how yeah. upset upset how, how Tony Fleeks is? Hearing that we're all not going to be at New York? Yes. Right? Yeah, oh. he's like,
2: Jason. He was. He said, yeah, he got on Twitter. Yeah, he said, 11 o'clock.
0: My, my boy Pella Pella out in Cali getting married.
1: Some of us are going to be in New York.
0: Yes. We're only going for like a day, though, right? Who's yeah. still going to be there? Yeah, it barely counts. Oh my barely goodness. counts. I, well. And for those that aren't on our forums, first of all, shame on you. Second of all, T- everyone wish Vince a happy belated birthday. Uh, yeah. Happy belated
2: birthday, Vincent.
0: Speaking of that, so for, for those still listening, because I know most people have probably turned this off already, um, I have a, and I know Vince is excited, I have a Jim Calafiore commission coming my way. Look
3: at that.
0: So I would love for people to pop on Twitter at, uh, at J-J-A-Y-B-Wood. Or come on the forums and uh, give me ideas for what I should get Jim to draw. Should there be a I'm hashtag? Open, uh, open-minded, so hmm?
2: do a hashtag so you can find it. You can easily search it.
0: Yes, MC search.
2: So do a uh, hashtag. Let's see. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> dude, stop. Oh, That's right. rough.
3: That's
0: no, do uh, like uh, do uh, like. Uh, I take that out. Cali Kimish. C A L I Kimish.
2: Okay, I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's gonna take it out. People are gonna be like, "Why was Vince?" Vince Bizzle is awful.
1: <laughs> I'm not. Vince I'm is not. an awful human being. Julian was talking about me, wasn't he? In that oh, strip.
2: That? Yeah. yeah, you were hating.
0: So you're, not, you're not icy.
1: You're not icy. <laughs> you're not I am you. icy. Nope. Because I don't hate anything really. I just like busting balls. I don't know about that. No, I do. I like For balls. a guy
0: who says he doesn't hate, you hate a lot. For a guy who says he don't get jealous, you get jealous a lot.
2: Yeah. What is this talk? Oh snap!
1: Real talk. weren't jealous get, of the Simonson book.
2: A little bit, yeah. Uh. That that's
1: real. That's a real <laughs> gift.
2: Yeah, but seriously though, that's what I was. That when when I was leading into the whole Born Again book, it's like, like I said, you could have, you could have some some high. You could have some issues that I wish I had in my collection, or or you could have a piece of original art. But for someone because a book like an artist edition is available for someone for me to know who has that and i don't i i wouldn't want to hear about it so yeah i can i definitely get why you know someone yeah. would like eh, you have that huh that's great good for you what, what else i you had to have an
0: intervention with my boy I, one of my boys uh one of the football guys uh cecil lammy he's also a comic book collector and uh he uh he he tweeted he he tweeted that he uh he thinks his wife is getting him a, a, a CGC 9.8 copy of Walking Dead number 19. The first appearance of Michonne. Okay. And I was like, dude, we need to chat. I'm like, what, what do you, like, that is a colossal bad investment.
1: Like, a waste, of, like, waste of money. Yeah. I
0: mean, yeah. it's going for like, like if you go on eBay, like I don't know if people are getting this, but like they're they're asking like seven, eight hundred bucks for that thing. And I'm like, dude, like <laughs> you could buy like some John busema comics for like that shit. like you yeah. like nine point eight you don't you don't you know you don't need to be buying walking dead 19. not that
2: no there That's are like gonna four, happen in october
0: there are four million copies of that book out there like between not the comic itself but i mean like collected that you know you that is not a rare thing to have like you could argue the single issue might be a little rare because it may be sold five six thousand copies but still most of the copies that are out there are in mint condition you know what I mean like like there's not there's mm-hmm. not a scarcity of high. You, you go on eBay right now. There's probably ten nine point eight eight C V C of that comic, which means it's not rare at all. You know, so like, and, and in two to three years, let's be honest. I mean, it's going to be worth less. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's worth what it is now because everyone knows Michonne's the new character for the season three. That's what I'm saying.
2: Yeah. And, and so, what what's going to happen once we get to season three, and and she's not the mystery anymore? It's like that yeah, uh, exactly. Well, I mean, the it's, money it's,
1: will be made by then. So. Well, well the, yeah, people don't but, care.
2: But I mean, that he's got and that he has this 9.8 of this issue. It's not like it's going to go up in value.
1: Yeah, hey. Now, that, you got that kind of money to pay for that then?
2: I got real issues with
0: with with, with people buying highly like slabbed modern books. Like they're, they're Yes. Right about, yes. Like like the, the it's 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 just a fool's errand, I think, because it, it's it, sure maybe there's not a ton of slab 9.8s out there cuz people don't get their book slab, but I mean, literally, like, I mean, I, I would imagine of the 30,000 copy or of the 400,000 copies of Walking Dead number 100 that sold, like 300,000 of them are nine sixes or better because people, they bought them, put them in a, a fucking sleeve and, and they're mm-hmm. going to have, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, they're,
1: they're not rare, you know? No, but uh, there are a bunch of new collectors uh, in the hobby because of that book. Like, Speculators, dude. Well, right, okay. Speculator collectors. So, we'll a, them, lot, them. a lot of those books are in the hands of people who don't normally hold comic books. But like
0: mm-hmm. Walking Dead, ninety nine sold what, like thirty five thousand copies, give or take, and one hundred sold four hundred thousand copies. I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> that, that. Those are people speculating. Those are people that bought Spawn number one.
1: You know, God I, bless them. God bless those people. Well,
0: like I was yeah. in Baltimore. I was in Baltimore to, for business, and, and I was having lunch with a couple guys. And uh, they know I do the, the podcast. You know, they're not into comics, but then they, they know I podcast and they were asking about it and stuff. And just telling them how, you know, how, just tell them like some of the stuff that we're into. And and then the one guy goes, Yeah, did, didn't, didn't some like Walking Dead comic just come out that's like worth a ton of money? <laughs> and like, you know, he just must have read that somewhere, like, you know, some paper. Like yeah. he just like, and, and I was like, No, I'm like, No. I'm like, Walking Dead 100 came out, but it's, it, I'm like, Anyone that's paying for it now, you give it a year or two, you'll be able to buy a a copy of it for right. for cover price. I mean, it's, but that just speaks
1: to the way things go uh, to the people outside the hobby. Like he thinks it's valuable, and you know, it, those are a lot of the people that are actually buying that book.
2: At oh, that I have. There were people at work who were like, "Oh, so so so, Green Lantern's gay, right? So that that, that dude that they made the movie about, he, Who's he's gay." gay. It is, it's Alan Scott, but it's like, but but when they just oh, say that they're right, right. gonna think it's it's the dude from the animated series or the cartoon, and it's right. like, no.
1: so. what's the deal with the uh, the the current Lantern thing? Like, what's causing a fuss now? Because I, I I read, I didn't get well, into there's a new the- one, right?
0: Baz or something is his name? Baz. Yeah, he's got like a a mask on, like a. Almost okay like and a, that's it that's yip, what it is yip, yip, on, yip, on the yip, front
1: of that that multi uh it's like a, a quad image that they all f- fit together so what's,
0: what's i have no idea t- i've i've not read green lantern since uh yeah, well at least a, he, has, he has
2: to be cosigned
0: <laughs> yeah no i just I, I don't know i haven't i haven't read green lantern since like the shortly after blackest night wow. so i don't know
1: okay then hey everybody yeah. I, yeah. think we, I think we think we that. And then on ever. a high
2: note, yeah, it's good. That's right.
1: We love you, and we will be back next week with Mr. Neesman. So uh, please join us, same uh, place and same roughly the same time, which is any time you want to listen to it, really. Uh, see ya. Yep. We hey, you so much. Tell a friend. Yeah. I th- yes. <laughs> and uh, if you would be so kind... Uh, how about an iTunes review? Because we haven't yes. gotten any in about uh, well, in 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 more time than I'd like to pass without a review. Okay, so yeah, it, definitely. It, yeah. If you can give us a little, a uh, little, uh, thank you, or you know, you suck and whatever, just just give us a review.
0: Yes, and tell a friend. Yep. Don't tell them we suck though.
2: We don't yeah. suck. Let, let them
0: let come friend. to their that conclusion on the road. That's right. Of. Let
2: your friend find out that we suck. Don't
0: don't, don't spoil it. No. And like our Facebook page too. We never talk about our Facebook page.
1: Ooh, we have one of those. We have.
2: We well, have I'm back group, on the yes.
0: Facebook, so I'm trying to pimp it now.
2: Yeah, I love Why it. are you on the Facebook? I love it. It's. <laughs> I get my, my phone blinks and and I get a little message saying, you know, Jason updated his status, did this, posted a photo. Am what I an administrator I to our our eleven o'clock page? If you're not, you will be.
0: Nice, because I want to get up on that. I'm blow that up like my pager. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> it's, it's
2: like, <laughs> It's like from casino. It only accepts one number. It'll be one that when I call.
1: That's right. So do that. Do that. Do, 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 do if, that. Do that. If do you, you want to do that, that Facebook thing, go ahead and do it. But
2: and we're all on yeah, Twitter.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah. yeah.
2: We're That's Swan, AB Wood, Dave Price, <laughs> C. Neesman. Yep. hmm. So you can, you can find us. Mm-hmm. You can spoil <laughs> shit, so i can follow you.
0: Oh, and for all you fantasy people, if you're having a draft tonight, Ryan Matthews is out four to six weeks with a broken clavicle. Yikes. <laughs> Shit. Shit. Ugh, I gotta adjust my rankings now.
1: Good night, people.
0: Love you. <laughs> love you. Hang up like football talk.
1: Right. Who holes?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's so stupid that I laugh at that every time. We love each other. Coatsy Mask except maybe <laughs> <"Hey>, God, <see!" laughs> don't look it up
1: no do it <laughs> like staring into the mouth of infinity
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's
3: uh, <laughs> <laughs>